Meanwhile, in the Hall of Justice, there are dead lanterns. Multiple. Yeah, we got multiple. We got two lanterns. We just got two. Wasn't there two in the Justice League one? Just the one. There's just the one. Yeah, there wasn't a dead one in the rubble scene. Yeah. So if you didn't know, we're talking about Snyder Cut. Today is the day. It finally came out. We well, finally... yeah, it came out a while ago. Today's the day we talk about today's it. Today's the day we're going to talk we, about We gave that. you a week. It <laughs> should be enough time yeah. to digest everything If you, Yeah, this is going to be spoiler heavy. So if you want to watch it, And a very watch tight it. episode, too. We got four hours of content, but we're only doing it in one. Let's crack to it. Snyder Cut, first off, the intro, immediately different than the Justice Cut. They took out the whole memorial for Superman, the world's dead without Superman, more or less. Everyone's sad and afraid. And they took out the frickin' kids asking Superman what, what's oh, great about Oh, yeah, Earth. that and the stupid hobo <laughs> man great, that said, I tried. Yeah, no, I tried. Joss Whedon, you didn't try. Yes. You didn't try shit. Oh, man. So, we, Snyder Cut, we instantly <laughs> open with the end of Batman v Superman, where Clark is impaled by Dark, or Doomsday, and he lets out a harrowing Kryptonian death yodel. <laughs> I call it a yodel because it just kept ringing over yeah. and over and over. It was again. That was a little dorky, but it, you know, it had to, that it had to get the That is the only gripe I have with the entire four hours yeah. of content that he gave us is the intro first... <laughs> Eight minutes. I got eight minutes into the movie, and the intro wasn't even close to being done. Like, they spent so much time zoomed in on Batman's face and Wonder Woman's yeah, face. I was yeah, like, yeah. They really I know who these people are. You could have showed it for like a third Remember Batman versus Superman? Seriously, give me, a, give me a big batch of member berries, and I'll, I'll, all right, I'll it. figure it all out in about two minutes. And yeah, he kept, he he yodel screamed. It was kind of weird. He suddenly was well. I thought that was actually kind of like, cool because they had to like showcase the yell. But yeah, it was, yeah. it was so loud that it was just like a wave of. But yeah, it was cool. Sound. It was dope. We got to see more of the the uh, Lex Luthor Steppenwolf conversation. A little, just a little bit of context yep. to show that when his yell screamed out or went across the vast DC universe. The mother box woke in his hand, yeah. so that's how Steppenwolf knew to come. Um, oh man! And then it just immediately segues right into uh, Steppenwolf. Oh no, I guess it didn't. See, there's so much, there's so many things in between. I'm thinking of just the base timeline for Justice Cut. Uh, but you've watched it. You've watched it more than me. I watched it just the one time. I have watched it three. Good lord. Well, okay, two and a half. I I watched two mainly. Mainly, I watched it when it first aired, and yeah. I watched it again the the, the next the day later on um, with my mom, mm. and then I watched the last half of it at a friend's house okay. uh, last Friday. So I have a pretty good recollection of it. It's that beginning portion that I'm trying to recall, and I'm going to say this one thing to get it out of the way, but yes, it is a vastly different movie than Josh's version, but the overall plot what was generally su- yeah what is was the surprising same. to me was it seemed like all of it seemed like all of the justice cut version was in this version but all the dialogue was different yeah which was important to me yeah because so just... the biggest thing i noticed i'll i'll say it now might as well was was definitely the dialogue 
It seemed like every bit of dialogue from the Justice League version was gone, and it was replaced with new dialogue, or it was the original dialogue, mm -hmm. however you want to look at it. And after watching it, you're like, God dang, all the dialogue in the Justice version was just utter garbage, dude. The best way that I've found to describe it is Oof. in Zack Snyder's Justice League, nobody, and I mean nobody, is a fucking pussy. Yeah. The entire Joss cut, everyone is scared shitless They're about right. everything. Nobody wants to do nothing. They're whining and complaining. Without Superman, they're nothing. Yeah, we need Superman. We yeah. can't do anything without him. So much whining, like you said. I'm just yeah. it was so sickening. And then this movie comes out and not a not even one hardly complaint. One complaint maybe by Aquaman at the end was like uh, when uh, Vic, uh, Cyborg's dad dies, he's like, this, his father's dead because of us. That was like yeah. the only complaint yeah. in like, the whole thing. Yeah, Aquaman was the only one that was like kind of disagreed with certain ideas. But it wasn't like whining about it or anything. No, he had, he had it was he just, was just like, 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 this is a, this is a bad idea. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Whatever. But they just, it was just so pleasing to watch. And, and the, watching this entire cut, it didn't feel like four hours. It really mm. didn't. Yeah, it didn't. It, just it didn't. Kept, it just kept going and going and going, and that's what I loved about it. Is it while watching Justice League in theaters? I don't know if I'm. We've talked about it multiple times, but even while watching it, I could just see and it just felt choppy. Nothing yeah. felt consistent. It, yeah. My emotions were all over the place with how I felt I should be feeling during certain moments. Mm -hmm. But then Justice League, Zach's Justice League comes out and. I, I'm on a roller coaster of emotions, but it's more fluid. It was a nice, smooth ride. I'm just, I'm not all over the place yeah. in a zigzaggy pattern. It's just like an up and, it yeah. just, it actually like flows. And man, I, I could not have picked a, uh, a, uh, a better. I thought that was a fly, but I think someone's like weed eating outside. Uh, I was like, where the frick's a fly that loud? Uh, I don't know if it came through. <laughs> but it was, it was just such a much far superior model of a movie yeah the, all the dialogue felt in place and like correct you know whereas you go watch justice league and like stuff stuck out it was cringy and wrong and Awkward. like you're like people wouldn't say this you know or whatever and like completely oh complete something's definitely bleeding complete character profiles were off the biggest thing which this will take up a, a good little chunk of time is uh flash's character Immediately. Holy yes. crap. Just, I don't even want to think of Joss's version. He's just a scared little kid who just what's, doesn't like to do anything. What's so Not once did I crazy. hear him complain or yeah. whine in the entire movie. Is in Justice League, it's like he's not even a superhero. It's like he just has the ability to go fast, but he doesn't freaking know he's what like to do with it. He's like a prankster. Yeah, he's to... like, I can go fast! It's like Sonic the freaking Hedgehog. And you're like, or, what the frick, you know? Sad, sad to say, not saying it's a direct comparison, but like Quicksilver in Days of Future Past. Yeah, there you go. He's just in his basement, he's playing an, arcade He's games. not there to be a superhero by any means. He's there to, he's like, I can run around really fast. Yeah, isn't that funny? He's like, I don't actually fight crime. Like, the, the, the line of... I saw. I, I don't know if it was true or if it was faked, but I saw that someone tweeted out. It's like Zach, did you write the line of "I just push people and run away"? And then it showed Zach's reply. He goes, "What the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was real, but it was I'm, hilarious. I'm sure it me. is real because he did, he did that for several things, like the when Superman lifts Batman, it was like, "Tell me, do you bleed?" Yeah. It's like, 
like well, that's not even. I mean, I get where they he got. Does, I got. Like... I get. They get the relevance because it was in Batman versus yeah, Superman. Yeah, Batman says it, but it's just. But like, it kind of makes sense when Batman says it to Superman. Right. It's just, it's just pointless for when him. When Superman to say says it to Batman, it's like, well, yeah, of course he does. You know that. And it's like, I get it. You're referencing what he said, but he's Batman. We it's know just all out of place. Yeah, everything was out of place and wrongly said. And it's it's such a sad thing to see what they did cut and reshot because some of it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I figured when they cut what they did, it was because of all the shit that people have given, been giving Zach all these years. Your, your stuff is too dark and hardcore mm-hmm. and violent. But even during this cut, yeah, it was violent. They added a lot of blood. But it's just like... I mean, a lot of it was more or less parademon blood. You didn't see as many human casualties except yeah. during the history lesson or during um, when Steppenwolf attacked the Amazons or the Atlanteans. Yeah. The, I mean, most of those you could consider... Yeah, they're humanoid, but, I mean, uh, the, the blood and the action didn't really do much for me. I mean, it was it was great action, but, I mean, yeah. nothing in that movie seemed so overtly dark or hardcore other than... Like, maybe Steppenwolf's appearance and the dark side stuff that they showed. Mm-hmm. I would put that as dark, but I wouldn't say it's so dark that it needed to be ripped from yeah, the I original Yeah, I wouldn't say, like, vision. it's una- unappealing or unpleasing. It, it, it was like Thanos. Like, when we it first saw fitting. Thanos, it was ominous. It was threatening. It's like... Yeah. it's And going into a little bit with... I mean, that's what, DC, that's what I've always taken DC as, is it needs to be this, like, it's... It's dark and like, oh man, some serious crap, dude, you know? And that's the thing about it. That's what people people have been saying ever since Joaquin Phoenix's Joker came out. That came out, everyone loved it. That Warner Brothers said they don't want to continue it. But it's Justice, like, or Zack's Justice League comes out, everybody's flocking to it. Yeah. So many people love it. We're not going to continue. It's like, man, we want you to continue this stuff because it's not Marvel. Don't make... Yeah. They're, they're trying to copy Marvel so badly yeah. still, even to this date. It's like, we have so many people coming in with so many different ideas for characters for these multidimensional beings, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's cool and all, but you better just leave Marvel alone. That, Do yeah, your that's own the, thing. That's the thing. No matter how dark something is in the Marvel universe, there's still... It's never, like, gritty and horrifying to a degree. It passes. Yeah, it passes. Like passes. The biggest amount of darkness was really Infinity War and Endgame. And that was two, yeah. That was the most darkness out of 23 films, and that was only two yeah. of them. <clears throat> and that wrapped off a huge chunk of stuff, you know? But, like, in, in all the DC films, like, it's it's almost every single film, like, hits it to a degree. And it's like, I like I like that, though. It makes it different because it gives you something very much different. It's like, I don't want to just go see, you know, Batman do Iron Man stuff. That's the thing. <laughs> you know, I, I don't, don't, don't want to go see it, that. I don't know why DC <laughs> thinks that that's what we want to see. We've already got it. I want to see... Crazy Batman stuff. I love I want to see Batman punch Joker's teeth the, out. The fun. I love just the dark little hints here and there. Like I love the Robin costume that has the Joker writing on it. It's like you. What is it? I can't remember. What it's ha ha ha! Jokes ha on ha, ha, ha Joker. Yeah. Like I love. Like that's fuck. Like that's brutal. You know. And, and I'm see, like, a lot of people hated that, that, dude. A lot of people hate that. But that we we've gotten into this before. It's because a lot of people didn't see Batman v Superman and think, oh, this is part of a five film arc. Yeah, that too. Like, They're like, no oh, you just really showed know. me that and I'm just supposed yeah. to know what that means? I mean, 
Yeah, it's I'd pretty think, yeah. self. See, this is where I think I, either people are just too dumb, or they they just don't pay any attention. I'm pretty sure if I saw a Robin costume in a fucking case that looks battle damaged yeah. and has that written on it, yeah. it's pretty plain to see that. No, I think that you know what. Now that I think about it, it's a fashion statement. Robin was starting to sport. He liked those words on his outfit, and he like, started yeah, like, like that. you know, if you don't read the comics or anything, you you don't understand it as much as you would if you know the story. But still, like you should be able to subtle. go like that's not subtle. something happened there. It's like there's no, obviously Robin isn't here. There's no Robin, and there's Joker riding on his uniforms like. Something bad. Something, something should be bad happened. Something should you. You're right. That's what I mean. Something should have clicked. Yeah. But yet people toss out the window saying, "That's no, just bad storytelling." You didn't give us enough context. I. You know. Either you go something bad happened, and you you ask, and you go, "What was that referencing?" Like, you, and I can understand that. You don't understand the story. And you go, "Something bad happened." That's the least of what you should be able to grasp from that. Rather than going, "That's stupid storytelling." I didn't get it. And it's like, well, just because you didn't get it doesn't mean like you should realize like. Something right. bad happened, you know? Instead of writing it off, go, maybe something bad happened there. There's no Robin, Joker writing, something bad happened, there's no Robin. And see, in that movie, that, that suit even showed up again <laughs> in the Snyder Cut. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, there's when Cyborg flashes to the future right before uh, the Flash actually touches the mother box. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sees what, what could happen if the unity is uh, fulfilled. And you see Darkseid killing a bunch of people, and then you see him put his arm on Superman. But right before he, it cuts to him actually putting his arm on him, if you look in the background and to the right of the screen, you, in the far back you can see the Robin suit, which okay. tells me that that scene is in the Batcave. Oh, wow. And I'm going to talk about it later on in this video, because I, want, I, want, I don't know if you've seen these. I've seen the storyboards that he wrote. Yeah, and, he did. He did sequel storyboards and, and stuff. where he was gonna and take this story. Take it all and, and I mean, this seems like the perfect time to unveil those. I mean, if you're willing to listen to it. Now do. the problem is, is by hearing it, it could most likely, if they did sequels to Zack Snyder's Justice League spoil ever, it. yeah, then it may spoil some things. Mm. But they're really good, and I really want to talk about where that story goes. Cause see, surprisingly, as much as I love the Snyder Cut. There's not. I can't talk about all that much in it because, more or less, as much as I love the movie, it still really is this. It's the same basic movie. Yeah. It's just a lot beefier and more full and satisfying. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm eating a cracker and then saying my dinner's done. I feel like I've ate Thanksgiving dinner with this movie. Yeah. It, it gave me everything that I wanted to see four years ago. What I really enjoyed, what really stuck out to me that I haven't, seen in a lot of movies because we've never had this opportunity to get like a four-hour director's cut release of like the whole movie or whatever we've never had that we've had director's cuts of movies and whatnot watchmen or extended editions and whatnot yeah watchmen watchmen is probably the closest thing i could compare it to yeah but Watchmen still was a little bit better but still still my point um you get director's cuts, you get extended editions, and like you always see them, and it's like, oh, like maybe 17 minutes at most gets added or some goofy crap. This is a four-hour-long movie. Like mm-hmm. clearly, a lot of crap got added. I don't think it was honestly that all that much. And uh, yeah, it wasn't a lot of added stuff so much as what I felt it was. Every scene that was filmed, every second of it was used. That's what I felt like. We got. We got scene- when I watched it, I was like, 
when when a scene appeared that was cut from like the Justice League version, I saw why it was cut because it wasn't really that important. Right. But it was cool to finally get a movie where I get to see. I felt like I literally I saw every single shot that was literally shot for that movie. One thing, which was really my, cool uh, to me. My cousin's husband mentioned this to me, and I and it really does stand true to all Zack Snyder films. Um, the little nuances and little bits in it that make all the characters human in their acting and in the stuff that he shows. What he sh- in Justice Cut, we saw a very thrown together action movie mm-hmm. with a basic story. What he did with Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's there's a lot more context in the world. The world feels like it's alive. Yeah, I feel like there's it's not just oh we're in a new location. Oh we're in a new location. Oh we're in a new location. I feel like these people are living in this area, like, in one scene in particular, like, Diana was on the computer researching uh, Cyborg and all them, and she was like, do you want some tea, Alfred? And he was like, oh, no, you don't have to do that, I'll do it. And yeah, the whole thing he where teaches she, her with she the tea teaches her stuff. how to make tea, yeah. Like, yes, I can see that why that was cut. That's, like, a funny moment. It didn't really have any merit to the story. Yeah, it has But it no feels lived in, because yeah. Alfred's been doing this for 20 years. Alfred knows how to make tea. Yeah. He, he's like... That's that's enough tea. You don't need any any more yeah, in you'll there. Scal- you'll scald you'll the tea like the water yeah, goes like, first. You'll yeah. scald the tea otherwise, and it's like who the frick cares? It's like, Alfred, like, I'm making it. Are you gonna have any? He's like, oh no, I'm fine. I'm not gonna. Have <laughs> it's just like he's been doing it for twenty years. He knows this shit. And one one scene that's I don't know why this scene stuck out to me, but when uh when the Amazons fire the arrow, the fire the, arrow, the, it, the, the arrow there's a whole like pre-scene that like shows them bringing the box out with the arrow and the bow and like all the writing on it the whole story behind that which i clearly see why it got cut because who gives a rat's butt but 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 it's nice but it was cool that it was in there it's like a real thing of history dude look at that there there was detail all the detail behind stuff that you were like i wonder like if you ever ask the question when you watch justice league it's like well how are they firing that arrow across like half the world and it's like that explained it that That's whole little speci- scene it's a special bow yeah. it's a special yeah. arrow special arrow special bow and you got to see all the little tiny details behind like everything and also just it, really it just cool. filled in a lot of the blanks like how all of a sudden when wonder woman saw that fire in the justice cut yeah she instantly knew what it meant and was like, oh, I need to go tell Batman, hey, I know this history lesson, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she and, went and got the arrow and actually went down underground and saw the whole mural in, thing. In, in Zach's yeah. version, we actually got to yeah. see how she learned all this stuff. Yeah. And it's like she didn't... It's like she just already knew about it in Joss's version. You're like, okay. I mean, that's taken with context. I mean, she grew up there. It could have been a story yeah. she was told. But it's like I love that that it was actually part of the vision. We see it's not yeah. just like it was left out. Like well, I mean it was left out, but I mean like you know what I mean. Like, we got all the filler, and the filler was actually good. Yeah, it, normally That's people the hate the filler, and the, yeah. this was good. That filler. was the, that was the big thing. Was there was a lot of filler, but what the filler did was instead of having like you said a choppy roller coaster ride, it smoothed everything out. Everything was a nice smooth ride the whole way. It didn't feel like four hours because I was really intrigued to see all the filler. Now, all the filler was interesting. Now, I'll say this. When I watched it for the first time, I had to watch it twice to really get a sense of it. Because the very first time I watched it, I was just so... Because you know how much I've wanted this movie to come out. I mean, yes. I've been much more vocal about it than you <laughs> ever been. Since, if it's since the movie came, first came out, I was just like, this is not my justice. Like, I want what I was robbed. Yeah. And... 
watching it for the first time, I don't think I got a true experience because I was so busy looking at what was different. Yeah, I didn't pay too much attention to like trying to point things out. I w- because I was just so enthralled. I just wanted to because I wanted to know. Yeah, wanted what to know was what, Zach, what, what, was what did he Zach. really want? You know. And you know? I will say, in the first view, there are some things that I didn't like when I watched it in Joss's version that I realized were some of Zach's original ideas. Mm-hmm. It's like camera angles or yeah. the way something was said. I didn't really care much for it. Uh, but that we're still in the cider cut. But I mean, the more I've, the more I've watched it, the more I've come to terms with it. It fits better in Zach's version than it did in. Yeah, Joss's that's the version. thing. Was like certain things Zach did that were left in Joss's version. Still specifically didn't feel to me, good. specifically to me, the ba- the whole bank plot line where uh, Clark's mom's lost the house because yeah. the bank foreclosed on it. That seemed very campy and very half-assed. It I, seemed unnecessary. It just you know, the whole thing the seemed, and the whole joke at the end is like, "How did you get it back from the bank?" It's like, "I bought, I bought the, the bank." bank. Um, that that just seemed like a thrown in joke. It didn't seem yeah. like something Zach would rely on, like that type of joke. But it, I, it, I don't know, something about it. It fits better in the 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 HBO Max version. It, it's just a lot. I don't know. I can't. I don't want to say better necessarily. It it just fits well. Yeah, um, the, the whole thing is just. I don't. It's really hard to explain. But yeah, just the fact that like. You're on a long, smooth ride rather than just like quick chopping action. Like let's get, like let's get to the story. Cliff notes. Come on, we got a, we got a world to save. Rather than like, we have a problem. Let's find out what the problem is. Let's get everyone together. We're gonna go fight the problem, and we're gonna save the day. And that's what Zack Snyder's was. And it was nice to have that pace to me rather than like a quick two-hour, like, world's in trouble, let's get everyone together, save the day. All right, we did it. It was all nice and smooth, and I enjoyed that for a superhero movie. Right, there was actually, we actually saw bonding. Yeah. They were actually, like, coming together. It wasn't just like, oh, hey, we just met, hey, let's go fight, and whatever, the, we gotta fight. And the bonding moments in Justice League's version was always corny, campy, awkward, cringy stuff. The one thing that really hit me from Justice League that wasn't in Zack Snyder's was when Aquaman, like, breaks down, and he's, like, scared, and he's talking to everyone, and, like, Wonder Woman has the lasso wrapped around his leg, and, like, he's talking about how hot she is and stuff, and I'm like, oh, God, dude, like, she isn't, like, or, get over Or when you know? Flash falls on top of her. <laughs> or, yeah, Flash entirely in Justice League, that he's just some, like, scared kid that doesn't yeah. know what he's doing, period. Whereas in Zack Snyder's version, he's like the freaking number one, you know? Like, he knows what he's doing. He can go into the freaking speed force. He and can I'll, go I'll, back in time. Before we Boy. continue into the next part of the topic, I want to finish with that. Uh, that was one of the best visually emotional scenes Most I've seen in stuff. any movie. That, that to me, was like in-game quality. Yeah. Like scene, just that was pretty big. Like I was, I loved the build up to it, and I was expecting it so much. I didn't know how they were gonna do it because I knew the whole when, when the boom tube comes up when they're about to kill Steppenwolf that Darkseid's watching them. Yeah. But I didn't know that they were gonna fail. I had I had no idea that they were actually gonna fail. Yeah, that was and really the Unity cool. Would go through, but when when Cyborg's just like. He, he's trying so hard, and Barry's just like, ah, I gotta that, hit that, that, that was the little, that was weird, a little, little like, weird part. He was just like, off pacing. Ah, like, my side. He's like, I gotta heal, I gotta heal. And it's like, well, fuck, heal then, it's like, son. It's like, <laughs> it's like, if he tried really hard, he could heal, like, and then it just healed. 
that was a little off, but then when the Unity closed up or finally synchronized and uh, Cyborg was like, it's too late, and then everything just fucking exploded. And then the Flash just instantly kicked off with his theme. It's like he was just in the middle of a nuclear blast and yeah. he started moving at that speed before he even started running. And he's like, it's time to go faster like, than I've gone before. It's like, we gotta like, break the rules. Like, you we gotta, gotta break go, the rules. We gotta go now. We and gotta go. He just fucking goes. And I, I'm getting goosebumps talking about that scene because it was just one of the most visually pleasing things I've ever seen for Flash. And I hated the way that he ran in, in I, Joss's version. He ran like a door. They dude. showed it. It was weird because he kind of still ran the same in Joss's in Zack's version yeah, but they but didn't show it like he did in Joss in Joss he was like flinging his arms up and his down his legs like, were was, like bow-legged yeah, like, warping it's out like, it he was, was like weird flopping he was around running. but then in Zack's version it, it kinda did that with the a fingers a little quirky but he was more but like it was a little more it was more like he was focused. actually running it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't just yeah. like flopping as he yeah, was flopping around limptic like arms as your yeah. friend would say <laughs> and it just it played so much better and then seeing that scene just seeing the fact that the unity man the way side, the way they did the time travel too of like the visuals of going back in time was just Joe. reversing yeah. everything. It was, just, it was, it was like going like, underneath of his feet yeah, and stuff that like that. That was cool. It was like all perfectly um, timed. It was like yeah. What I thought was really cool was man, Darkseid would have had it made if that happened. Like, he would have gotten rid of Steppenwolf because yeah. he didn't really like Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf betrayed him and he didn't care much for him. Superman would have been dead. Superman got his ass blown the fuck Yeah, that was cool. Up. That was cool when Flash was getting in there and you saw, like, everyone forming back together. I was like, Jesus, dude, Superman got, like, ripped the fuck apart. Like, I didn't think <laughs> Superman died in that explosion, but, man, did he die. He died the he hardest. He literally got ripped apart. To his fucking molecule. Yeah, Everybody did. That was dope. It was just such a great scene, but going into it for the next topic, Dark Side, man. For Dark a side. villain that had just about as much screen time as Thanos did over the last 10 years before yeah. Infinity War, he fucking sold it. Like, I when when you see Dark Side for the first time during the history lesson, he's not Dark Side yet, he's, his name's Uxus. Yeah. And, I mean, it's weird how they didn't actually, like, say that in the they movie. Yeah, they never really mentioned that. Um, but, I was just such a cool, cool scene. That scene alone, they they added so much more. And what the was freaking The dope, like, symbol thing. He, like, clashes onto Earth or whatever. Or, yeah, the spear, whatever, the, spear whatever weapon thing. Draws the uh, giant symbol that, thing. That, if you didn't know, that is the anti-life equation. Is it the giant symbol thing? That's when that symbol oh, formed, okay. it is literally carved into the earth. I, I don't know what that is. Is that in like comics or yes. whatever? The anti the thing? An At first, I thought it was what his omega I beams were. His eye, his eye lasers. Yeah. Uh, which I don't. If you, you saw in the movie, yeah, uh, yeah. they can change they can, direction. Yeah, yeah. I knew, yeah, I knew that. I which knew is that was so dope. Uh, but what the anti life equation is, it basically, up until then, uh, I, keep wanting, I keep wanting to call him Thanos. Darkseid has gone planet to planet yeah. using the mother boxes to just completely destroy the planets. Yeah. So the anti-life equation, once he possesses it, he doesn't have to do that anymore. He can just go to a planet and it enslaves whatever inhabitants are on it. Okay. It's the ultimate it's the ultimate equa it's a literal mathematic equation that controls life and death. Okay. Cuz yeah, they didn't really explain it too much. They were just like, "Hey, it's the anti-life equation." I was like, "Well, what the 
What does it do? It takes like, away all free will. Okay. And it's it's just yeah, because like, they, they never really like fully explain it. They just kind of like hint around it and kind of describe well, it a little bit. The first of five, or but the yeah, third that, of five. That's the thing is like yeah, it was supposed to build up because it was uh, kind of yeah, it was kind of like the introduction to the Infinity Stones. We don't really know what it does, but they're big powerful things. Right. Like don't know what the anti life equation is, but it's something really big and powerful. But that's that's what he does. That's how he ends up uh, getting control of Superman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Superman didn't okay. Superman didn't just join him. He had to lose okay. that will. Okay. And then gotcha. Darkseid used the anti-life equation on him to turn him over to his side. Gotcha. Um, so what I love mostly about that scene in particular is they add, they took things out in the Justice Cut that still would have made sense in the Justice Cut because of Wonder Woman that had just come out before it. And that was including Ares in that history lesson. Yeah. Ares was the one that buried his axe into Darkseid's yeah. shoulder. Even in the Justice cut, they could have kept that and left it him hitting Steppenwolf like that. I don't know why they cut Ares out of that entire cut. But when I watched Zack's version at the very beginning, it said David Thewlis, the actor, was like, oh, Ares is in this movie? Like, where is Ares in this? And then it showed, and I was like, <laughs> he looks badass. He looks like a god of war from Greek mythology. Yeah. And... Just seeing that whole battle play out with the Green Lantern, yeah, I've, I've yeah, already forgot Lantern, his name. Yeah, I can't remember who it was, but that uh, was dope. We got more of him in it. We oh, I lost it when he chopped cool, off man. when Darkseid chopped off his hand and he grabbed yeah. for that ring. I was so ready for it. Yeah. Uh, I wish we could have gotten a Green Lantern into this movie. Yeah, that's, supposedly that's a, we were supposed to. Well, the the, the a full Martian Manhunter ended, ended up being what they used. Yeah. Uh, the final shot when Martian Manhunter talking to Batman. Yeah, that was supposed to that be Green Lantern. That was supposed to be Green Lantern, and supposedly they filmed it. Yep. Right? We don't so know they, who the actor. Yeah, is. we we had an actor and everything, but now we. I we want don't to know, know so badly who Boy, the actor. Oh my is. god! And he said he's a really good actor. Yeah. So it's a black guy. It's yeah. Uh, it's John Stewart. To be John Stewart. Yeah. Uh, so. So it was like, boy, why we? We'll I just never, really we'll never know. know. We no. may, we literally may never know. Unless they, unless they decide to use that same actor unless to be in the Green Lantern show that they're talking. Yeah, unless about they doing. do that or hope on a prayer that we actually get sequels to this but in some form or fashion. Real quick, <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about something that kind of confused me a little bit while watching the movie. I don't know if you got this. I thought it was very weird and off-putting that Than there we go, there Thanos Dark came Side in. Like, came, that is weird that Thanos showed up. Dark Side came in and was all set to conquer the planet. He found the anti-life equation, and then it was the history lesson. Yes, and then he got his ass kicked and got knocked the fuck yep. out, and then it based on the movie. He just lost it. So the the mother he, he, the mother boxes got left behind, and he got kind of dragged back to his home world. Yes, they all they all retreated, and the mother boxes were left. Yes, and in my mind, they never mentioned it. So the entire movie, Steppenwolf even said, "I found the the lost planet. The mother boxes are here." Yeah, and it's like, why did you not already know? And in my mind, it was like. You've conquered hundreds of thousands of planets. You don't remember the one planet that you actually were defeated on. You can't remember. It's like, I always felt it was like you losing your keys when you park your car at a convention. 
or not losing your keys, losing your car in the parking lot. It's like, you know it's there, yeah. but you can't remember where you, you remember put it. Where it's like, it's at. how could you have forgotten where it is? And I found a, a theory last night, and I'll, I'll go over it real quick. And it, it explains it better. So if you if you have, uh, let me hear what you thought. I just, well, I, thought it was, I, I just thought it was off-putting because it's like you, you were so hell-bent on finding this, and you found it, and then you just left all your shit there. You can't even find it where never, you left your shit. It never really goes into big detail, but... To me, I I didn't bother me, but I didn't really grasp it fully. So, like, he comes to each planet, and he has one set of mother boxes, right? Yeah, there's only three. So he found these mother boxes somewhere, and he goes to each planet, and he uses them to destroy the planet. And then he comes to Earth, and he's looking for the anti-Earth, the anti-equation. Doesn't say... So, so what I gathered was he has... No knowledge of where the anti-life equation is. Whatsoever. But he found it. And he's going just planet to planet to search for it. Right. No no clues whatsoever. He's just going freaking planet to planet because he knows it's I hope it's you're somewhere. not going to say the theory because I told you before the podcast. And no, I don't remember it. And so he gets to Earth and he goes, I found it! Hey! But then he gets beaten. And leaves the mother boxes there. As to why he forgets what planet he's at, who freaking knows, you know? It's, uh, so then, so yeah, what, what, so what, so, yeah, so then Steppenwolf comes, I'm playing it through my head, let me play it through my head. <laughs> You're not gonna, it's not gonna figure out, figure it out. It's Steppenwolf like... comes, just randomly shows up to the planet. Well, no, 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 he doesn't randomly, the mother box is No, yeah, so the mother box is calling because Superman dies. Yes, and then Steppenwolf comes. So somehow he so he lost the planet that he was attacking for however many years. Ten thousand literally many years, lost like ten thousand years or whatever. Five thousand years. So it's like, why did he lose it or whatever? Who knows? And then yeah, what was really what really threw me off was so Steppenwolf then comes, and he gets one of the mother boxes, and then like Steppenwolf has the vision or whatever. Well, before that, he talks to Desaad, remember? And he was like, I think I found, I think I've, or he's like, uh, I found a mother box. He, yeah, he found he a mother box. he didn't know that this was the planet that and the Antilife was And he didn't know this was, was the on. planet the Antilife He just thought yeah. it was a mother box yeah. that they just made their way to this planet. Yeah. So he found it. So the weird thing there, that's your first problem, is... How did Steppenwolf not know that the mother boxes were left on Earth? If he found the mother box, wouldn't they instantly know, like, hey, this is a big deal, because we found our mother boxes, we've been missing these for 5,000 years. That actually plays into the So that that was a, that's kind of a weird thing you can point out. Second thing, he has that vision where he realizes that this is the the anti-life. What was funny is he said, I've seen it with my own eyes, and he was like, I thought he said he felt it. And it was a big surprise to him. He was like, I figured, it's like, I think that the anti-life equation is on Earth. And I was like... It was the Earth part that he was surprised This is where you found the mother boxes. Like, didn't Darkseid tell you, like, lost the mother boxes on the planet that had the anti-life equation? Can't you ever connect? Like, no one connect... See, that's what I was thinking. It's as if Darkseid figured it all out, and then he just didn't fucking tell anybody Yeah. afterwards. And I was like, hmm, wouldn't he want to go back searching for it? Maybe he didn't, maybe, maybe he didn't fucking tell anybody because he was embarrassed that he got hit in the shoulder blade with an axe. Because that is embarrassing. 
Okay, so let's, let's, I know. listen to this theory. This, it, yeah, it, it, this is the theory that this guy wrote, and I think it, it, it has a really good explanation. So, it's like, so I rewatched the movie again and found the perfect reason as to why how or how Darkseid apparently just forgot the location of the anti-life equation, and it's not as easy as they thought it would be. Major spoilers, just so you all know. Okay, so when Uxus is in the Age of Heroes and we see him searching for the anti-life equation, he's conquering worlds, building his parademon army until it's finally ready. Now, think of the mother boxes as essentially a GPS system. They are guiding him to exactly to the exact spot where the anti-life equation is. It's like they're homing in on it. Um, and it's because it's literally carved into the surface of the Earth. We saw it twice in the movie. That's where they beat their blades down into the ground and it looked like yeah, and the it symbols the giant appeared. Okay. So that is physically the anti-life equation. He just didn't get to use it when he was on Earth the first time. Uh, so now Uxus lost the battle. Almost all the sorcerers, except for Desaad, died. They got shot with arrows and killed. Yeah. Uh, and is knocked out black. Uh, the stupid parademons leave the boxes and retreat back with an unconscious Uxus back to Apocalypse in their universe. Now remember, it's a completely different universe. Yeah. Uh, so basically, he found it. He found the equation's suspected location, but couldn't confirm it because he actually didn't acquire it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he th he found it, but he didn't. But he didn't fully go like, "This is it." He didn't get a chance because okay. he had to beat the armies there when he when they showed up. Now with the mother boxes, uh, Ocus had the GPS like guidance to go from place to place. Uh, remember how the boxes talked to Steppenwolf. But without it, Uxus cannot pinpoint the exact location of our universe in the multiverse. Now that the mother boxes are asleep, it's hidden. So they were asleep for 5,000 years, so he couldn't find them after that. After claiming the Omega Beans and becoming Darkseid, he says he turned 100,000 worlds to dust looking for the anti-life equation. Looking for those who robbed him of his glory. So what I understand is that out of the infinite number of universes, without the mother boxes, he's lost. Only thing he can do is go door to door to each universe in the hope to finding it. Since we're talking infinite worlds, there's no chance he'll actually find it without a GPS. Uh, thus making Earth the lost planet. And it's not that he fucking forgot, he just lost the map to get there. Uh, now, as the mother boxes woke up, it showed Steppenwolf where the equation was, thus confirming that it, it was intact there itself. Uh, now the factor of Desaad comes up. That sneaky alien knew the anti-life equation was there, and but stayed silent to test Earth's defenses, thus going, I knew he would fail in the end after Steppenwolf was killed. That sneaky bitch Steppen, uh, Steppenwolf, set, that sneaky bitch set Steppenwolf up to test Earth's current defenses. Because it's been 5,000 years and they already lost wow. once. He knew where it all was. Desaad knew the whole time. But he sent Steppenwolf to test as a test subject, thus nailing four birds in one stone, confirming the location of the anti-life equation, yeah. got a new champion candidate, a.k.a. Superman, uh, gave Steppenwolf the punishment that he apparently deserves, mm -hmm. and now he understands Earth's defenses. Okay. Uh, this in turn confirms that Desaad was puppeting Steppenwolf so they won't repeat the mistakes they had earlier. We think in terms of Steppenwolf, he was just a puppet. Desaad and Darkseid were, was playing a much bigger mind game, and now they have a plan. This is uh, fucking brilliant. Zack Snyder and Chris Terra really thought this through. Blah, 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 blah. A lot of people were confused on why the Mother Box never called out to Darkseid before even Superman came to Earth. 
It's because they were sleeping since their real masters left them plain and simple. Um, nothing as strong as Superman's death cry ever happened prior to that moment, so they stayed asleep. But uh, Silas Stone did wake one of them a year before Superman's death, and this was the first time in 5,000 or so years that one of them actually woke up, but it sensed Superman, so that's why it didn't send out a beacon, because Superman was still alive. Yeah, yeah, they they said that in the movie that like the reason the Superman. reason no one came was because Superman was alive. Yeah, it says the Motherbox were completely asleep all this while, and only one of them woke up to create Cyborg. Yeah. They were just remaining as solid boxes without any value until they woke up. Superman's death scream kickstarted the whole thing. So that to me, pretty much, that's really good. I like it. It covers it basically without us having an actual confirmation, and it makes the yeah. most sense considering, like we said, there is nothing in the movie that says how he forgot it we did it's like we needed one more clip yeah of Desaad saying something or doing something to really further that that's a really good idea but also just the fact that like i like that if he's from a different universe or whatever and he's just kind of like he doesn't know where the anti-life equation so either one the mother boxes tell him where it's at and he's and he's honing in on it or whatever with the mother box gps system or whatever that guy said or two, he's literally just going door to door to find it, and he finally ticks Earth, and he loses, and he loses the mother boxes, which gives him access to like the the other universes or whatever. That's what I'm saying. He, two. he he didn't have it. He had and yeah, he, he had he no, lost the key. He had no way of getting back to Earth, whether he knew it was there or not. He had no. Well, no, way no. no. I think there. he. I think he can. The boom tubes can because you saw that he boom tubed from Apocalypse to Earth at the very end. Yeah, but that's because the mother boxes were going. I think he could have done it before then because Steppenwolf used boom tubes to get to Earth before yeah, he they got were there. awake. Well, did he get there before they were awake, though? Remember, he got there as one cracked open Yeah, at the Amazons. Good. But he had to come in somehow yeah, before they the others technically, were Yeah, but they technically awokened then, then when, Spider when Superman died. No, it... it it cracked, but it Superman didn't. died, and he awoke in the boxes. That was the first then... one to wake up, and that was only one. Only one of them was awake at that time. It didn't wake them all up, because you saw as they were awakened, they cry. They were all in yeah, shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They put, and, and they, they were put like vibrating and whatnot. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't start doing that until after one, each one after the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so when Steppenwolf got closer to the one in Atlantis, then it started to crack open. And yeah, it it popped. Or he was able to take it, but it didn't do nothing until he was on his almost on his way. I'm just saying that step the boom tube is a way to Earth. Yeah, you don't need. I don't think you need the the mother boxes to get to yeah, yeah, the yeah, dimensions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think like like you said, it was literally like a GPS. This is I mean this is just what I'm thinking now that I've read it. It literally it's like a compass pointing north. You're going for north. Yeah, but. And the, the, the boxes are leading you. He's going planet to planet until he finds the right direction. Until Superman died, though, they never knew where they were. Right. Superman died. They were silent. And woke one of them up, at least. But only Steppenwolf heard it. And, yeah, Steppenwolf heard it, and then he comes to Earth. But I don't so, think that's a re I don't think they are the reason he can come to Earth. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that boom tube yeah, yeah. technology is something completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can get to Earth. They can get to Earth, but they just never knew that's where they left the mother boxes. Correct, except Desaad. Maybe. Desaad would have been the only one who would have remembered. And it's like, maybe they just, 
Maybe they've just been going around planet to fucking planet trying to figure it out, and they just didn't fucking know what planet they were going to. Well, that's what he's. They've been that, going through five thousand billion trillion planets. That's what it just said he's been doing. That's when he got the beams. He's been going. He's killed. He's destroyed a yeah, hundred thousand planets were, but, in search but of it. But that one says that the mother boxes are GPS systems. So if he didn't lose the mother boxes, he would have found the anti life, which so, he did. Like let's okay, let's just say hypothetically that when he came to Earth and got the anti life and he got beaten, he didn't leave the mother boxes behind, and then like. He recovers two years later, would he know exactly what planet to go back to? Because he has the mother boxes that tell Probably. him, like, that's where it goes. That's what okay. I'm thinking. That's what I'm not. I'm, I'm saying that's not how it happened. I'm saying the mother boxes don't have any fucking GPS system in it. And he's just going around planet to freaking planet, trying to find the thingy, and then he finally hits Earth, and they find it, but he gets beaten, and then they go, what fucking planet were we at? We, we did 5,000, you know? We were just picking planets at freaking random. We so were just going. Saying, but see, that's what I'm we saying, We were just though. going, let's go, let's take the boob tube over here. Let's take the boob tube over there. Fucking, let's go. But that's go. what I'm saying, though. That if he only lost the one, you would think, even though he got knocked out, somebody in this entire organization... But I'm saying somebody in that entire organization... Would have remembered the one planet that he lost on. He's a big, bad, bad villain. You can't tell me he's won more than 100,000 battles and lost one and couldn't remember the one crushing defeat he had. Maybe they, like weren't, I, maybe they weren't tracking, going like, all right, now we're going no, to this planet Earth context. and Sector 7 Ford, Here's Vector B2490. Remember what I said let's, the other day? Let's in all go. Than, or, God damn it, Darkseid was so <laughs> pissed off at this loss. He didn't even change his armor. That's true, yeah. He still has the armor with the chunk where the axe buried into his shoulder. There's some way where he forgot, where they forgot they weren't able to... He couldn't find it. He didn't have the mother boxes. Seems weird that the mo But see, here's the thing. So if the mother boxes are a GPS telling him what planet to freaking go, why didn't he just freaking go there first? Why did he do 500,000 planets? I said it's not, it's not like it tells you where it is. It's like a compass. You, It's like leading in the direction. You just have to keep going until the needle is like spinning in a circle. And you've found your destination. Well, there's other movies that have done that before. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but we, we've seen that before. Like, they're searching for something really and they dorky. have to... Yes, it kind of is. Of all, of all that's probably the story, why they didn't say that Of all in the, the story points in this that are all very smooth, that feels like a rocky bump in the roller coaster. That's why he didn't <laughs> add it yet. He has to figure out how to how to say it cool. You have to say it cool in the Snyderverse. We so. were just going around in the direction it was pointing us to. Sometimes we passed it way on the left, and then we turned right, and it's, we still had to turn right, but then we went too far right, and we turned back around. Eventually, we fucking got there, and then we lost. And see, that that's what I'm saying. It's... It, because it was it's cut dark. out and it wasn't said in the movie, <laughs> we're open to interpretation. That seems to be there's the most be logical. A, there's got to be a better reason than just like we were following a stupid line and it led us all fucking all over the. It's just known like a. Universe. It's literally like a map. It's telling you where to go. It doesn't tell you the exact. Any map I go to, I can go exactly where I want to go. Route sixty six, and then take a left onto Route twenty four. You know what? This was five thousand years ago. They didn't have galactic space. <laughs> the maps Oregon like Trail. <laughs> I think, this is what I think. Something about the anti-life equation and the mother boxes are, like, in tandem with each other. I could... So it's literally, like, small magnets seeking I out mean, the big magnet. They're yeah, drawn to it. Yeah, so he's just I following so. the direction that they are... 
Like, okay, look at look the at the thing uh, is we don't have any like information. I've, on, I've, on I've, I have I have a perfect not a perfect example, but an example. Big Hero Six. God. In Big Hero 6, he makes the little tiny mini-bots, right? Uh, sure. They're like this big, there's little black slivers, yeah, and they yeah, combine yeah, yeah. them to make yeah, whatever you, whatever the person's yeah, thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got yeah. one, and he thinks they're all dead, but that one is just constantly ticking in one direction, trying yeah. to get to yeah, the yeah, rest yeah, of them. Yeah, 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 Think yeah, of yeah. that like the mother boxes. They're just they're trying to get to the anti-life equation, and they're directing him from planet. He he doesn't know which planet they're on, so, so now, he's just. But see, then that brings the bigger problem: of why the why are they going to the anti life equation? What the frick are the mother boxes going to the anti life equation? That is another question for another day. But Darkseid wants to enslave <laughs> the universe, the multiverse. Okay, so I want to yeah, talk okay. about I want to talk about these storyboards. Can I talk about the storyboards? Mm, it's really cool stuff, and and they've I already ch- they've already no changed course. some of the things based on what he's revealed to us. So I don't think they're going to be quite like this. But one of them screams the se- the scene that they tacked on at the very end of Snyder Cut, the nightmare. That was scene. another thing that felt out of place. That was the only thing he filmed extra. That was the six minutes of reshoot. So they told him not to do. They told him not to film anything, so and he did it anyway. So he did it. So that's why it feels out of place because he did just add it on. Yeah, okay. but but he look it looks great. It looks it, they, they, they apparently was, filmed that in his vacuum or not that one the uh, the uh, oh, the supposed Green Lantern scene was filmed oh. in his driveway. Oh yeah, no way. Is that his house? Is that Zack Snyder's house? Batman. It might house? be the Batman's car is Zack Snyder's Christ. car. Okay, so but I'm just gonna read these and stop me when you want to. So this is where Justice League 2 would have started. The second movie. Okay, stop right there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it even, even has a date on here, 2019. And a lot of stuff, they were planning on the Batman solo movie to be connected to this. Yeah. Same for Aquaman would have been better connected. Um, the Flash had his solo movie would have been out before this. And this right yeah, here. Yeah, we still don't have that movie. Justice League 2, it says 2019. And none of those movies are out. I know, right? None of those movies are out. We're supposed to get Justice League 2 in 2019. And now the Batman is its own thing, apparently. I don't think... But do you think that they could secretly tie it into this universe? Do you, We don't know for sure that it's its own thing. Oh, yeah. They could easily. Because we haven't seen any other Batman villains show up. or Well, we did see Commissioner Gordon. So we saw Commissioner Gordon. I guess so. It can't, which, it can't, it yeah, can't be in the Ben Affleck true. universe. He's black. Yeah. Damn it. Racially changing actors for the better. They both are great actors as Commissioner Gordon. Anyway. Alright. Justice League 2. The Justice League United. We open with the Justice League in action during a natural disaster. Working as the efficient, powerful team they've become. Weeks after JL1, they act together. They save lives. But they're refugees, so political tension is high. The world is on edge. In the aftermath, the Justice League returned at the only headquarters they know, the Batcave. Flash is enthusiastic while Superman remains a bit distant, at least with Batman and Aquaman is facing a continued skepticism of the surface world and his involvement in it by the people of Atlantis. Wonder Woman relocates, or I'm sorry, Wonder Woman relates to Arthur. Her people abandoned this world long ago. It's clear that although this league is united, the world is not. The league goes back to these individual lives to mend old wounds, except for Batman who's dealing with fresh ones left alone in the cave. Bruce secretly meets with Lois, both of them still searching for Lex. There's tension between them since Superman has returned. The meeting ends after Lois uh, tells Bruce that Superman needs him more than ever. Bruce knows Lois is hiding something else. 
meanwhile, deep in the Brazilian jungle, Lex locates Dr. Maru, last seen in Wonder Woman, still alive. The Professor Poison, or Dr. Poison, the woman with the face mask. She made the deadly poisons in Wonder Woman 1. Oh, yeah, okay, holy crap. Uh, still alive, experimenting on herself, prolonging her life and testing her chemical weapons on unfortunate human oh, lab rats. Wow. Uh, like That's an obsessed cool. stalker, Morrow has spent decades collecting information and artifacts on Diana and the Amazons. Now that Diana has become known to the world, Lex offers Morrow a chance at revenge. The same revenge he wants on Diana's friends, Superman and Batman, Morrow accepts. Lex smiles, then let it begin, quote-unquote. In the Atacama Desert, with Maru's help, Lex breaks Orm and Black Manta out of the desert prison where they were imprisoned at the end of Aquaman, which they weren't imprisoned that way, but you see where Aquaman kind of was leading with it. Yeah. Um, outside of Central City in Iron Heights Penitentiary, Lex finds Leonard Snart where he was left in the Flash, hey. which we didn't see, Dope. and offers Len a chance to advance his weaponry and take down the fastest man alive. That's part one. There's a couple of these. This episode's gonna go longer. I found out I had more time. So, just FYI. Okay. I gotta make sure that these are all in order, sorry. We live in a society. That was only for the trailer. Jared Leto said it for the trailer just to make I, a meme. I think it's perfect for the trailer. Because in the movie, you're like, okay, you yeah, we actually get... see footage, so it looks like he, he probably just said it. We get it. He said it in the trailer. We, you know, we see it in the movie, see it in the trailer. But it was perfect to have, like, the Joker finally reappear, and the first line is, we live in a society. It's like, we live in a society where Joker comes back. He's the first one to reprise the role. like, heck yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Yeah. And that was, that's literally the perfect line for, like, a returnal of, like, Jokers. Like, we live in a society where we get this back, and it's like, heck yeah. So to have it in the movie again would have been like, all right, we get it, you know. Right. You, but, like, for the trailer, for the first, like, thing we hear from Joker again, it's like, that was perfect. It, it still just makes me wonder, like, what was in, just sidebar, what was in Joss's cut that was Snyder's that he still cut out of this version? You think there was stuff that Zach cut out of this? It makes you, it make, it, it, It's one of those things that makes you wonder. Because that, see, when I watched, I I felt like everything was. Used. I know he. The only thing he said was there is no Joss footage in it, which is that's fine. But I'm wondering if there was something in Joss's version that Zach did that he did not put. Like that, like he had a second look. Oh, and was like really? you know, I didn't really like that the first time. Yeah. Let me take it out. I'm just curious about that one. That one. It's like, ooh, because then it's like, was it a Joss cut? Was it a Zach cut? Uh, I don't yeah, know I what it was. Yeah, I see what you're saying there, yeah. Because like I said, the bank thing, or the, the, the bank foreclosing on the house mm -hmm. seemed like a both kind of thing. So I'm like, ooh, now I wonder what really was Joss and what really was Zach's yeah. cut from the original. Anyway. Intercut, Lex and the villains with the Justice League returning to their lives. In Metropolis, Superman asks Lois when she was going to tell him. Tell you what, Clark? Superman says you can hear the second he can hear the second heartbeat and she shouldn't call him Clark. Clark is dead. The world believes that too. Superman mistakes Lois's hesitation for fear. It won't hurt you, he says. At the Louvre in Paris, Diana and this is another Amazonian girl. I think it was because um, this says the Amazon who came to uh, 
to warn Diana about Steppenwolf, but that didn't happen in this movie. Yeah, they just fired the arrow thing. That was it. But I'm thinking, you know, the the younger Amazon that like jumped on the back of the horse was like, got it. Yeah. I think that was her. She's kind of like a little sister to. She dies though. Did she die? Yeah. I thought she got knocked over. I thought the horse fell on top of her, and then... the horse fell on top of her, and she dies. Did she actually die? Yes. I thought she stood. In know. the Joss cut, you don't see her die. In the Zack Snyder cut, the scene lasts longer and she dies. I thought she survived after that. I mean, I could All the other Amazons come and Steppenwolf leaves, and that's how it ends in the Joss cut. But in the Zack Snyder cut, it stays and it goes to the queen looking at her crushed under the horse, and she. Well, she's like, like she's still struggling. She's like, ah, yeah. Ah, but I don't think I don't think. I and then she slow, she slowly fades out and dies in the Zack Snyder mm. cut. Anyway. You've watched it three times. Come Put on, Put it again. Son. I bet you she didn't fucking die. <laughs> we won't find out after that. Uh, I bet she did. Anyway, she, she's with her. Diana's with her to discover there may be a way to remember the path back to Themyscira. Uh, Diana must use the lasso on herself to unlock her mind. See, she left it so she can't find it because it's invisible. Mm. Um, it's a dangerous process, but Diana wants to help. Her name is Menelipe home and diana wants to see her mother again even if she might resist her diana puts the lasso on and suddenly she's overwhelmed by visions in the beginning they're wonderful for the first time in over a century diana sees her home soaring over the island she sees the amazons and finally her mother but then her visions grow dark diana sees herself as the god of war in a battle and a, in a battle with superman as she kills him diana cries out Menelipe frees Diana from the lasso. Despite the pain and confusion, Diana remembers the way home. In the Central City Courthouse, Barry is at a hearing thanks to Cyborg, Iris, and, the, and a troop of lawyers from Wayne. The state has examined new evidence that Barry and Vic... Uh, Cyborg, sorry. not I keep When I say Vic, I keep forgetting that his name is Victor. Victor um, Cyborg. So Barry and Cyborg have uh, presented and uh, they presented new evidence uh, against Barry's father and or for, uh, I guess to help Barry's father, and they agree to reopen Henry Allen's case. Barry's elated. Uh, along an underwater continental shelf, Aquaman and Mera are in a violent battle with the last of the Seven Kingdoms, the Unseen. It explodes around tidal pools and active volcanic lava flows. Arthur has. The king on the ground, his trident at his throat, the seventh king tells him to kill him. Arthur says he wants an alliance, but the seventh king refuses. Arthur leaves frustrated. The last kingdom refuses to unite. In the Batcave, Cyborg upgrades the cave, even providing a female AI voice for Alfred, who has become a father figure of sorts. Looking at the empty cave around them, Cyborg asks Alfred, why is he never home? Alfred solemnly replies, because then he'd have to face himself. Uh, Batman and Lois on the so hunt. So dark! Batman on the, and Lois on the <laughs> hunt for Lex Luthor. Batman moves deep into the Canadian wilderness doing recon, following up on a lead that Lex may have been sighted in one of the remote towns. He fights his way through a secret location only to discover not Lex Luthor hiding out, but the Riddler. What? Awake for days, maybe weeks. Riddler has a long, unkept beard. His... Fingers dirty, his ranting written across the walls of his cabin. He looks at Batman, a man possessed. Luther, Luther asked the question. I had to know the answer. No, no. Lois is also on Luther's trail. She's 
located Dr. Maru's lair in the Brazilian jungle. Lois writes everything in a journal, keeping it offline and private. Uh, she grows pale as she realizes who Maru is and what Lex must be up to. He's forming a team of his own. Which we got to a degree. Was that in the... Was that... That was in the... The, Zach... Le the League of Our Own was a Joss line. They reshot yeah, that line. Yeah, but that scene so was in Zack Snyder's. It was, but it was yeah. completely different. But like, it was... In Joss' version, it was him recruiting Deathstroke yeah. to join the team. Yeah, yeah. Where in Snyder's, it was setting up... It was... The Batman movie. Yeah. He, he told him the identity he of told, Batman. That's right. He told him, you need to start with Because they were going to do a Ben Affleck Deathstroke yeah. movie coming up. Yeah. That dropped hard. I remember when that was announced, and that I, dropped and quick. Because Everyone the, was hyped for because that, Because of too. the success, Ben Affleck says he might return yeah. because of the Snyder Cut. Oh, dude. So anyway, if we, get, if we get returning of Batfleck twice, Oh, yeah, it'd be bro. awesome. <laughs> so back in the Canadian wilderness, Batman faces off against the Riddler. He tells Bruce about how Lex came to him for information. Lex presented the anti-life equation, the riddle of life itself, and the Riddler nailed it. And the Riddler solved it. Uh, he knows what it can do, and once it's unlocked, Lex will make life meaningless. The Riddler raises a gun, but points it at his own head. Time to solve the last riddle. Blam! Batman's... Uh, Blam? What's that Sorry, Batman's shocked as Riddler kills himself. Oof. Savage. The Justice League members unite with their families. Wonder Woman and Menelipe arrive in the mascara. Diana's unsure what her mother's reaction will be, but a tearful and overjoyed Hippolyta embraces her. The queen declares there will be a celebration unlike any other in Amazon history. Her daughter is home. In the oceans, Aquaman and Mera bring the final kingdom of the seven, the unseen, into their alliance for the first time since Atlantis is sank. It is once again united central city for the first time since he was a kid there's no wall or glass between barry and his father henry allen is released from prison exonerated barry's about to tell his father who he is in metropolis lois returns to superman tells him she will accept clark is gone uh but she has to go uh still on the trail of lex in Gotham, Batman returns from the wilderness, shaken by the Riddler's proclamation. Intercut with Lois discovering from General Swanwick that Lex has the three mother boxes. Oh no! Lex activates his plan. As at the Three Rivers, helicopters survey the area. Lex is on the scene, his team elsewhere, but in contact with him. Lex activates the boxes. His true plan to destroy the Justice League and take this secret power called the Anti-Life Equation for his own. It will give him power over all living life. The anti-life equation glows as Lex turns on the boxes. So I think the boxes have to, like, activate it based on this. Cyborg blinks, feeling a horrible emptiness as the influx of data uh, stir stirs uh, for the first time since he first went online. And a boom tube erupts in front of Lex, surprising him, emerging from the portal... Asad, the horrific, sadistic servant of his master, Darkseid, who emerges behind mm -hmm. him. Darkseid takes the power of the anti-life for himself. Surprise! Superman versus Darkseid. In the Batcave, Superman, Batman, and Lois regroup. They learn of Darkseid's arrival. Superman tells Batman that this is the... that this is a fight among the gods. 
she's my world, he tells Bruce. Protect her. Superman flies off to confront Darkseid. After Superman leaves, Bruce and Lois argue. Bruce knows she's pregnant. Lois ends the argument by telling Bruce, you're not the father. She, tr- she tries to tell Bruce about what uh, she's discovered with what Lex is planning, but he won't listen. At the Three Rivers, taking in Darkseid's arrival, Lex tells Darkseid that Darkseid has the power to kill Superman. Darkseid moves forward, acknowledging Lex. He says to Lex, I don't want him dead. I want Superman to submit. Uh, the girl says, Lex, she's the key to breaking his spirit. Superman arrives okay. at a battle, uh, and a battle with Darkseid erupts. But Darkseid booms to Lois, the Batcave collapsing around her and Batman at his arrival. This is this okay, is going this into is what the I said. scene that we kind of see in Zack Snyder's mm-hmm. where he... Okay. Uh, Bruce looks down at Darkseid and Lois from behind, uh, from behind the glass wall above. Uh, Darkseid stares at Lois. Bruce is overwhelmed. What can he do? Uh, Superman flies at incredible speed to Gotham. He arrives just in time to see Darkseid unleashing his omega beams Mm -hmm. from his eyes, turning Lois into ash. Mm -hmm. Superman cries out. His soul shatters. Grief-stricken, he makes to tear Darkseid apart, but Darkseid gazes at him, the power of the anti-life equation coursing through his veins. Superman stops, his mind infected by Darkseid. Bruce watches it all in horror. Superman grabs his head in pain, eyes burning. Okay. Alright, we're almost done with uh, Justice League 2. <laughs> this is all one movie so This was far. all supposed to be one movie. Another four hour movie. <laughs> That's why I say like they should do it. That's the thing is like a lot of the beginning of that wasn't really any Justice League stuff. It was all individual. Like you could have had all of that beginning individual movies. Like the Aquaman stuff could have been his own movie. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's doing their own thing. The Wonder Woman thing could have been his own movie. Batman. But this was, like I said, in context of if those movies had come out. But yeah, to be fair, yeah, we would have had, we would have had, yeah, we would have had three movies. Three movies. Flash, uh, Batman, Flash, and maybe Batman, a cyborg and, movie. And, dude, I'd love a cyborg movie. Cyborg was rad, and, and Cyborg was another character that was just crapped out of in the Justice League We'll never probably see him again. God dang, dude. Alright. The Justice League is under attack. Before Lois is able to warn everyone... Lex, wait. Let's get She's page. dead. How can she warn people? She got turned to ash. Well, I must have skipped... Wait, how does that make sense? Well, you heard it here her first, folks. Zack Snyder doesn't even know what he's talking about, so... <laughs> oh, you're so funny. Okay, so, my fault. I read my pages out of order. I'll talk about Cyborg more. That was dope to see all of his powers. Because we never really, like, even, like, really only the big Cyborg stuff we got oh, from, no, like, no, Teen was, Titans. What did I say the first time? You said Lois got okay. zapped and before, turned to ash. Before Lois was able to warn everyone, Lex signals his team to attack. Was. Not is. Was. She's dead. Before she was able to warn them about Lex and his group, oh, okay. Dark Side happened. On Themyscira, Darkman Maru unleashes a chemical gas that come, that covers the island and kills the Amazons. Even Diana uh, lays dying in her mother's arms. Uh, Maru dies herself, a sick and twisted smile on her face. So that's how Wonder Woman would have died. That's we saw her. Yeah, because she wasn't in the Nightmare Universe. We saw her. Well, we saw her death. Well, Cyborg did. 
Yeah. She was on a funeral pyre, and then Darkseid was in his shit watching it. she was on the funeral pyre. Which, funnily enough... But her mother was alive. It just said right here that she was holding her mother... uh, Died in her mother's arms. Uh, Didn't say her mother died. Oh. Well, I reckon that all the Amazons died by a gas explosion. Apparently not all. But apparently not the mother. She just doesn't have to breathe. In Atlantis, uh, Orm and Black Manta attacked the coronation, killing Arthur, which I thought that was interesting. Hmm. Uh, Mera barely... Barely escapes. Survives herself. A cut. Oh, surviving. Surviving herself. A cut across her face. In Central City, Leonard attacks Flash with his amped-up weapons, courtesy of Luther. Cyborg is something saving Barry. There's a glare on the screen in the image. Um, losing. Okay, blame the glare. <laughs> I don't. I mean, oh wow, there's a glare. I can't really it's see like a it. Flash, it's like a flash photography on it, just a whiteboard. <laughs> this kid's so, reading this off a whiteboard picture. A picture of a whiteboard. That Zack Snyder and Jim Lee had a part of. And they're all behind glass, too, so it's like they saved them and they never erased them. So They will never be erased. We will hold on to them forever. So we got them on his wall. They'll be home. put into the Zack Snyder Museum. Uh, but it says Cyborg's trying to save Barry, losing his lower half, so Cyborg doesn't have a bottom. Uh, we can just reattach. Apparently not. Back at the Batcave, Batman watches in horror as Darkseid takes full control of Superman. Superman turns on Batman and he barely escapes. Lex believes he's won, but comes face to face with Superman. He looks at Lex with burning red eyes and lights him on fire. Nice. As Lex screams, the world goes red and cut to five years later. Now this five years later clip I put in our group chat. And this whole clip perfectly describes to me that added scene that he put at the end of Snyder Cut, the nightmare sequence. So five years, so it makes me think that it's only been five years. And this will, as I wrap this up, I'm going to talk to you about my theory of where they could have taken it if they didn't do this. So it's been five years. Mm-hmm. since the first Justice League. Sand dunes, smoldering solar pits, uh, gothic spires rising from the desert. Once this was Gotham, now like the rest of the Earth, it belongs to Darkseid. Coming over the dune, post-apocalyptic Batman, as seen in BVS, with a raging army of rebels, the survival, the surviving members of the Justice League walk over the rise of a dune to see the dilapidated Wayne Manor Batman leads them. Flash drags what's left of Cyborg behind him. Bruce looks up to the sky grimly. We need to get inside before night. He's coming. So I thought then that's end of Justice League 2. Oh, that's just the end of Justice League 2. Okay, so he kind of changed a little. Well, not too much, really. No, and that's what I liked about it. Uh, and The way that he did described all this, this is... He described it as like a two-part thing. Yeah. Or really a three-part series. Uh, so this is where Justice League 2 would have started. Or two, part... Part two. Part two of the second movie. Of Justice League 2. Yeah. And on here they call it 2A. And this would have been out yeah. in 2020. So the start of this movie. Green Lantern comes to a post-Dark Side Earth. We open by introducing Green Lantern to the Justice League film universe. He's inside his ship crashing to Earth, desperately trying to make contact with somebody, anyone. Uh, There's no response, only static. The ship crashes hard, disoriented. Lantern hears someone outside. Opening the door, a silhouette figure appears in. It's Batman. 
Opening on the five years later Earth scene at the end of Justice League 2, parademons converge onto the ship, Batman defending Lantern, their then an unexpected ally assists Batman. Deadshot, firing at the parademons in this post-Darkseid world, Deadshot is teamed up with the Dark Knight. I think it was going to be Will Smith. Um, Then they're joined by the Flash. Batman barks at the Flash to stay out of the fight. Barry's too important to the mission to risk getting hurt. Flash saves Batman, cocky, but is soon overwhelmed by parademons. Flash is almost killed, but Lantern saves him. The iconic friendship between the two beginning. Lantern looks across the earth, analyzing it with his ring. He explains to them who he is and who the Green Lantern Corps is, or was, uh, how he came here looking for his partner from Earth who's missing and presumed dead. I would assume John Stewart is who it's talking to. That or it's referring to Kilowog, who we saw was the other lantern. The other dead lantern in the rubble. Okay. Uh, who's missing and presumed dead like most of the lanterns. Darkseid's army is paving their way across the universe. In the sky, the Big Dipper constellation is missing the two stars, is, is missing two stars, which I thought was interesting. That's nifty. Um, Batman saves all of the, st- says all the stars will go out because of what's happening on Earth. The sun is setting. Batman says they need to move the Justice League regroup. Batman, Deadshot, Flash, and Lantern return to the League's hidden base camp under Wayne Manor. Merritt joins them walking to the camp Across the desert with Arthur's trident slung across her shoulders carrying uh, two buckets of water. Mare remarks she's had to venture further outside of camp to locate uh, drinkable water. Are you having fun? Is this an interesting story? I really like this. I mean, it's nifty. I liked hearing about it because it makes me think of the potential for the future if he was to... I mean, it's cool that he's got it all planned. Like, he's literally got it all planned out. So It's just like Kevin Feige. Like, it's ready ready to go. It just needs to happen. (laughs) So, Bruce explains his operation to Lantern. They are planning on a move that will end Darkseid's reign on Earth. Lantern doesn't think they have a shot. He wants to repair his ship and try and find any surviving members of the Corps. Lantern wonders what the Justice League could do to stop Darkseid. The Last Supper of the Justice League. Revealing post-Darkseid Cyborg, now half a man, able to plug into machinery, hanging in the Batcave, working on massive technology, a cosmic treadmill that will help the Flash jump back in time to what end, Lantern asks. Which I thought was cool. It's like a quantum treadmill, so you just constantly be running in place. Uh, Cyborg tells Lantern the specifics of how time travel works. It's very uncontrollable, and even if they can get Flash to travel back, they can only try this once a year uh, so that the Earth will be in the very same spot and that the Flash doesn't oh, jump into okay. solid bedrock, uh, Flash shrugs, or space. Oh, okay. So I love how he was taking That's time really travel. That's really cool. In order to operate it, they need to steal a mother box from Darkseid's army and they know where one is, but once they power this machine up, they'll get his attention. Superman. Yeah. Uh, Lantern asks who. Mara answers, a Darkseid controls Superman. Even Lantern has heard of the Kryptonian. Worried that he's under the control of Darkseid, he heard his spirit was unbreakable. Deadshot goes on. uh, Across the world, beyond parademons, nearly the entire population has fallen to the anti-life equation, their minds being completely controlled by Darkseid. Deadshot's uh, son... 
Deadshot says he remembers his daughter was taken. It haunts him uh, worse than death. Uh, they need to they need to move soon. The planet alignment is tomorrow night where Earth will be in the same place as it was when Bruce first saw the Flash in the Batcave. If they don't jump then, they won't have another opportunity for an entire year. Now, see, I thought that meant that th- this is where it connects that to Batman where it Superman. To, yeah. But listen to this. This is different. The plan is that Barry will warn Batman so they can be prepared. But the Flash will only have 10 to 15 seconds before he's ter- before he's taken apart. So what can he say in that amount of time to Bruce? They all agree it's simple. You have to stop Lex. If Lex is stopped, Darkseid will never come here and Lex will never slaughter the Justice League. True. Afterwards, Bruce pulls Barry aside. Bruce tells him that it won't work. He was trying to stop Lex already. Flash has to say something else. Bruce mm. says this is his fault. Uh, in a rare moment of vulnerability, Bruce admits she was Superman's world. I believe I broke that connection. Bruce whispers in Barry's ear, and Flash's eyes go wide. Flash can't. Flash can't hear, which I thought was odd, but. Bruce says, no way. Or, sorry, but... Flash can't hear, but say... Oh, Flash can't help, but say... God dang it. Well, it's the way that they've written certain words. It looks like the word hear, H-E-A-R, couldn't help but say, no way. Bruce responds, tell me that, it will change everything. Alright, so the mission. The mission starts at dawn in a Fury Road-inspired Batmobile, which that sounds awesome. Uh, that sounds rad. <laughs> uh, the Justice League, uh, Batman, Green Lantern, Deadshot, and Mera break into the Stronghold, a cathedral swarming with anti-life-controlled people, dark-side soldiers, human priests kneel at the Mother Box. Batman says as soon as they get the Mother Box, Superman will be aware of them. Back at the Batcave, Cyborg and the Flash are... Preparing the Flash's jump, Cyborg makes it clear that the Flash won't have much time. He needs to deliver the message before he crumbles into nothingness. But if Barry succeeds, it won't matter. None of uh, none of this will have happened. Batman and the others mm-hmm. steal the Mother Box, then make a dead run back to the cave as the Flash and Cyborg prepare for Barry. Uh, pre- prepare for Barry's jump. Superman is in pursuit. Okay. Winding down. Getting a little, getting a little bit of flashpoint. Okay. Superman arrives and faces off against the Justice League. From a tower, Deadshot fires a Kryptonian bullet at Superman's back, but Superman dodges it. Batman asks Deadshot over his calm, "What happened?" Deadshot tells Batman the. This better work. This better save my daughter. Superman flies through the tower, killing Deadshot. Oop. Uh, Mara tries to remove the water from Superman. He crushes her. That was dope. And she Zach pulled the Snyder blood just, out of She him. was pulling the water out, and then the blood was starting to come out. I was like, holy fuck. She actually had a better arc in this one with what little that she was, did. That was I didn't brutal. like the, the accent change. I wish they just kept it one way. I don't know why I, they changed it. I didn't really care movie. to notice, but I haven't paid attention. In Joss version and the Aquaman movie, she has an American accent. Mm-hmm. When in Zack, she had an English. Oh, really? She talked like this, innit? 
She doesn't say too much, really. No, so but it, it's enough to where you can tell the accents mm. change. Uh, Green Lantern fires his ring at Superman, but he sends his corrupted heat vision into the ring until the ring explodes, taking Lantern's arm with it. You know why. Cyborg does what he can against Superman as Flash prepares to jump. Just after Cyborg activates the machine, Superman tosses him to the parademons. They tear him apart. They finally... Then finally, it's Batman facing off against Superman. The Flash runs hard on the machine, uh, seconds away from the jump. Batman is armed with the Kryptonite Spear. Same nice. Way. But Superman uh, impales Batman with it. As these two <clears throat> heroes struggle, the Flash races as fast as he can, exploding through time just before Superman reaches him. Flash races back in time. Flash is pulled through time. Then we're with Bruce and Lois as they first argue in Justice League 2. So see, he's they sent him back to okay, a different so time. go back... To Justice League 2 when Justice they're fighting. Justice League 2 when they're fighting. When he says, you're not the father. Right. Uh, Lois uh, storms out of the Batcave when the Flash arrives, landing in the Justice League 2 moment. He tells Bruce what he didn't... See, this says here what he didn't hear before. Or, I'm sorry, he says what we didn't hear before. Sorry, it's hard to read their writing. Uh, what Bruce whispered in Flash's ear, Lois lied to you, you're the father. After delivering his message, the Flash vanishes from existence. That part was where I was just like, oh, so Superman's not... But see, that's where everyone was. Everyone started to hate the idea of Lois being unfaithful to Clark, even in death. What if? Though, I like that because what if Bruce tells Flash to tell him that because it's a lie because it will make Bruce protect Lewis more than he did? Lewis? <laughs> yeah, Lewis. Protect Lewis? Yes, protect Lewis more. I, I, I didn't think about that and it doesn't really go into here. Because no. maybe he doesn't really care because they got in a fight so he doesn't care about Lewis as much anymore. And if he was told that it's his son, his son, but still the thing is they would have to have sex for him to even think that. that like, but, that, but that was the thing. Maybe though, like, well, sex. I mean, that would, like, that would have been be like something kid. that happened in between movies or something. But it was like, it's Lois was unfaithful to Superman. Yeah, that's the weird thing is like, she would never be unfaithful well, to Superman. Look at the time when we think she's pregnant. He, Zach said that she's pregnant in Justice League 1. Yeah. So she would have had to have been with Bruce between... Superman dying and then. That's true. It's kind of weird that she would get with him though while like while she's grieving? in grieving state of Superman. Some dead. women when they're but I mean hey maybe. People didn't. A lot of people hate that idea of Bruce of Lois having Batman's. That'd son. be kind of weird, but like I, I mean I, like I could you see said. it. I like what you said first. It was a lie. Yeah, it's a so it did it. He did it to make him think. Yeah. That he needs to really protect her because like oh my god I have a kid. Yeah, <laughs> she's yeah, not yeah. my kid. She's I can't. Kid. I can't let my but, kid die. But you still have to have the fact that they had sex for him to go like. There's no way it could be my kid. I've never done it with her. <laughs> you have to have had done it with her to go. Yeah, there's a possibility it's my kid, whether it's actually her kid, his kid or not. That is true. 
they would still have had to have had sex at some point. It so I don't know. That one, that one's kind of up in the air. They probably so would have yeah. worked. This is a storyboard, so it could have maybe worked better. I could I could see it though. Like like you know, Superman's dead and she's super grieving and stuff, and Batman kind of shows up and they're just like, I need to have a little moment of sex, you know. I, I do that often. Whenever my whenever my girlfriends die, I find the next girl, and I'm just like, my girlfriend just died. You want to have sex? Speaking of which, that happened. Remember Happy Gilmore? He's like, oh, by the way, my girlfriend's dead. She got hit by a car and died on impact. Or his grandma, hey, Please. how's that lovely girlfriend of yours? Oh, she got hit by a car. She's dead. Please feel sad for me and have sex with me. Anyway... So, the next, the next strongest man from Superman is the one that almost beat him, Batman. So I mean, hey, you're you're getting close. They're both ripped. They're both shredded. They're both superheroes. I would argue that Aquaman is stronger than Batman. Mm. Physically, could Aquaman beat Superman though? Batman could beat Superman. Aquaman has to literally propel himself through the ocean. He does that magically though. That's not magic. He's he not like swimming. kicks. He's kicking. Is he kicking? At least when, at a the very bit. beginning of Aquaman, when he lifts the submarine out of yeah. the water, his legs are like... Yeah, he's kicking when he's lifting stuff, but he's like a torpedo well, means, and everywhere else. He's he just, has to, well, I doubt he wouldn't kick to, to just swim. You have to kick to swim. Batman could do that. Batman almost kills Superman, though, in Batman vs. Superman. Batman wins. He doesn't almost kill Superman. He could, though. He could he kicked have. kicked his ass, but... Yeah. He used, he so used he a is, method he that... So he is strong. He used an otherworldly method to do so. You can't... You, she, maybe that, she, that, that, you said maybe she Shh. can't... Maybe she can't find Aquaman to have sex with. Next person she can find is Bruce. Wow, go to him and have sex with him. Anyway, so Lois comes down trying to reconnect <laughs> with Bruce, who is still reeling from the information again, by the way. Lois is insisting he listens to her. This time he does. Okay. Uh, she tells him Lex okay. has a plan to take out the Justice League. Working together, they discover his attack plans against the League. Suddenly, Darkseid's boom tube appears. Uh, water pouring into the cave again. Darkseid looks at her, or looks at Lois. Bruce looking down from above behind the glass again. But this time, Bruce goes into action. He's prepared. Some uh, smashing through the glass, throwing himself in front of Darkseid's Omega Beans as he moves Lois out of the way. He's struck by them, crying out, but he survives. Superman arrives in time to see Batman injured. He flies into a rage, but instead of being broken, he's empowered, angry. Superman puts Darkseid on his knees, and Darkseid is forced to retreat. Lois tells Superman he has to warn the others. Lex has a plan with information from Lois on Lex's... In Justice League, Superman saves the League, stopping Maru from releasing the gas on the mascara, Orm and Black Manta from killing Aquaman, and Len and Len from uh, taking out Cyborg. Meanwhile, Bruce reveals to Lois that although he's alive, he was hit. There's a darkness growing across his body. He's in pain, but they need to keep fighting. He tells Lois as he boards the Batplane, I could have had a life outside of the cave with you. Bruce leaves as... Across what? Bruce leaves as across the world. Dot dot dot. Everyone gets saved. Superman saves everyone. As across the world, Earth unites against the League. Darkseid's full scale invasion begins, and it's too much for the Justice League to handle on their own, but they won't have to. Led by led and inspired by Superman, the countries of the world come together. Armies, air forces, navies. 
all mm-hmm. the armies of the world. Okay. Wonder Woman and her mother lead the Amazons off Themyscira to join the war in the oceans. Aquaman pleads to the Seven Kingdoms, declaring there is an eighth, the surface world, and they must be allies, not enemies. Okay. The Seven Kingdoms rise to join the Amazons and the surface. The entire world becomes a Justice League. In a Lord of the Rings-like finale, the history of the three armies that first battled Darkseid echoes itself today. The world of men, the Amazons, and the Atlanteans. At the ba- as the battle continues, Green Lantern joins the fight along with the alien Green Lantern Corps. It's the entire DC Universe together for the very first time on a scale unlike any that's ever been seen, battling to save the world together. During the battle, Hippolyta dies saving her daughter, proud of who she's become. Okay. I've got two more. Almost there. The Flash is able to move so quickly he masters his powers existing in two places at once. Unstoppable, he takes out an entire army himself. Cyborg is able to overpower the mother boxes, taking control of them and targeting a... and triggering a big reaction that destroys them, weakening Darkseid. It's ultimately a dying Batman who sacrifices himself to save the League and the world, destroying Darkseid. In the aftermath, Diana becomes the new queen of the Amazons, leading them to... um, Leading them to reign the outside world. I'm sorry. Reign. No. Rejoin. Leading them to rejoin the outside world and restore and inspire peace. With the Amazons at her side, Diana negotiates peace between the countries of the world. Okay. That's good. That happens in the comics. Uh, Unlike anything in history, Arthur is recognized by the kingdoms as the true king Mm -hmm. that has helped unite the world the skepticism over a human her- uh, over his human heritage not only gone but replaced with admiration cyborg evolves becoming a god of the digital age and able to transform himself to look almost uh, to look human again oh cool lois mourns bruce's death superman uh superman looks closer Realizing that Lois is carrying Bruce's child. Um, Lois admits it, but he already knows. Maybe he already did, he says. He saw he saw what he needed to, but he doesn't... Uh, but he doesn't go away. Instead, he embraces Lois and her unborn child. He has a reason to be Clark again. For my best friend's kid with my girlfriend who cheated on me when I was dead but wasn't dead. So, final, final one. 20 years later. Oh my god, Superman's kid. Batman's kid that Superman's adopted kid. 20 years later, (sighs) after a memorial commemorating the Batman's sacrifice, Commissioner Barbara Gordon asks Lois, what are you going to tell him? Referring to telling Lois' son the truth about his father. For the first time in decades, crime is returning to Gotham, and it needs the Batman again. Various Justice League members, like Martian Manhunter, are present. Lois takes her son to the Batcave and reveals the truth that his father was Bruce Wayne slash Batman. 
In Gotham, rising from the shadows and out into the moonlight, we meet the all-new Batman. Mm-hmm. The end. Mm. So that was the potential original storyboard for, for Justice a sequel. League. Hmm. And I don't like the ending. I mean, I like I like some of the I don't like the the Batman reappearing kind of thing out of his son or whatever. Eh, I think that's okay. That I mean, but you know what's funny is how similar that is to Endgame. Yeah, that's what I was about to say too. Like, like I saw something recently that I don't know if they like they all they lose and then they time travel. Somebody at DC Batman slash Iron Man save themselves. Somebody at DC thought there was a spy because it was like every time that they would come up with something, I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing that Marvel would come out with something. They're still doing it to this day. uh, Everything matches. The, the, they're doing multi multiverses in the Multiverse Flash movie the with, Flash. The, with the Batman from yeah. Michael Keaton, and now we've got Doctor got Strange it. in the Multiverse of Madness. Before that even comes out, yeah. it's just like getting the Spider Man news with multiverse they stuff. Just, I just I wish DC would stop. Wonder trying. Woman and Captain America are like the same movie. They're trying so <laughs> hard to. To copy them. Yeah, they're trying so hard to beat one another. But and I think whatnot. if they just did their own thing. And it's like, let's just do It doesn't matter if they're similar to Marvel or not. Yeah. When you try to make them similar, that's yeah. when it gets that's when it starts to mess up. They're forcing it. I mean it's yeah, the the thing is the time travel thing is definitely like a whole flash thing. The flashpoint thing is huge. I don't like it that Marvel did it with Endgame. The time travel thing. I didn't I didn't dig that at all. I thought that was dorky. I thought I figured it, it was gave, coming. It gave it the solution we needed, but like I didn't care for it. Time travel seems so out of place in the Marvel Universe with everything we had. I don't see it. I mean, you got so many it's characters that are out of time it would make sense to have time travel eventually. But, I mean, I just, it's just so funny, the similarities between that yeah, it is, it is really and funny. the whole Infinity War endgame. Batman, it's like they had to Iron Man, they, had, they both lost and then they time traveled and fixed it they fixed it and iron man realized what he had to do and batman realized what he had to do but at the same time they're completely different i mean they still they play out differently we get so much different action so much different plot lines the whole superman being a bad guy for this and for the duration of most of this it's just it's just a shame that whoever the head of warner brothers is right now saw this yeah and just didn't think you know what you may be on to something. Wait a minute. And we were talking about how how much extra footage we got with this one. I think, truly, we only got maybe 40 minutes extra footage. Yeah, we didn't get too much of, like, big meaning stuff. A lot of it was just little detail Well, I mean, the reason I even say that is because Zach came out and said when each movie came out, Man of Steel, BBS, mm-hmm. just like he was wanting them to be about 30 minutes longer than the previous. Okay. So, Man of Steel was about two and a half hours. Batman v Superman was three hours after the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. So, this one would have racked up about three and a half, maybe 3.45 in time with credits. Yeah. So, I don't think we would have seen that much less than what we got. So, yeah. So yeah, maybe, we I mean, yeah. obviously, the Nightmare sequence wouldn't have been there that we saw yeah. with Joker. Um, but Which other than that, would have been fine if we kept getting the like fourth and fifth films and stuff in the series. But since we're probably not gonna get those, see, to, 
Maybe maybe his attempt was to film it so we could get sequels. Because he was like, if I just release the Zack Snyder Con on HBO, no, everyone's going to watch it and we're never going to get our sequels. But if I throw in this nightmare stuff, maybe people will be like, dude, we need to, we need to let him. Well, make see, that's those. just it. We need to, we need to, we need to let him make those sequels. That's what. That's just it. But not only that, but like the the Batman line when he told Deathstroke Batman's identity, that completely set up a new yeah. Batman movie, and yeah. it's just like there's so much potential that he set up with this movie. Yeah. That it does, it does literally what Marvel was doing. It sets up the universe as a whole. Yeah. But I don't know what it was about that movie in particular that Warner Brothers was just like, no, we don't like it. Oh, perfect <clears throat> opportunity. He stepped aside. Get someone in here and get change someone in it. there. Scrape it. It just, it just makes no sense whatsoever. It's just such a, such a much better cut of the film, and I truly do hope that. It continues. Cause an- yeah, because another big thing was the the whole like Joker monologue at the end with him like referencing uh, uh, that too. He, ref- he referenced he the Batman Robin, movie there too. The bat like all they yeah, can add much that into that. the Batman movie or whatever. Yeah. Just they they've got so much potential and storylines that they can show and see. Yes, they did we come want- out and say right. that they have no plans to continue. That. It's the end yeah, of his trilogy, they're but hard, remember they're this. They're hard capping it as like the end of his trilogy. This is over. It's all done. Let's all move on now. They did the same thing when the first one came out and everybody wanted the Snyder Cut. Yeah. They said, it's not going to happen. You're never going to get yeah. it. And then a year ago, they even said, only until about a year ago did they even decide. And that's right around the time that we got the announcement saying, yeah, it with, took it, forever. with HBO Max, you we're going to have the Snyder Cut. And... It's, I, I just I, I like what Zach said. It doesn't make sense for them to pay seventy plus million dollars to finish it. Yeah, and it not seems, do anything with it. It seems kind of weird that they would like, cause like, their thought process if they're gonna end it was like, all right, let's just let's let them do it and just get them to shut up, and then they're gonna be like, well, it's gonna cost seventy million dollars. They wouldn't be like. Fine, do it anyway. I yeah, I feel like they wouldn't be like fine, just do it. I feel like they'd be like, ah, yeah, no, then never mind, never mind. Don't That's what I'm saying. That's a big, hefty price to finish a movie you already released once. And the fact that you're not probably not gonna get really that money back. <laughs> well, I mean, with I mean maybe subscription sales, maybe subscription, and the up. fact that Zach didn't take any money, so that saved them money. Yeah, but still, there's I just I feel like seventy million in the hole to a degree. I feel like with the resolve <laughs> and the the reaction that people are getting from this it will spark and i hope i hope that they just agree and they do it separate let let zach have an hbo universe That'd be and rad. then do your theatrical cuts of whatever you want to fucking release in your currently canon bullshit but see i think the reason why they're hesitant about making it canon and continuing it is because of the differences between aquaman and it though that's the only movie that really contradicts anything wonder woman 2 doesn't have anything significant and they did uh uh they did say that it was connected to the snyder's vision but aquaman's the only one that doesn't it it changed mara's heritage and her accent that was the only real difference accent doesn't matter you can write that off well and especially it'd be cool because they're talking about maybe amelia clark and then yeah the fact that she might she's gonna be mayor then let her have her english accent she can do it screw it just you know write her all off go back to english um what was what was so so different about aquaman though that screwed up Zack snyder's thing mara's heritage in Zack's version mara didn't have her parents she said they were both dead 
Also, she said, uh, Arthur said that his mother left him on his stepfather's doorstep when he was a baby. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but when I was talking to my friend, I said, he, well, she probably left when he was like she... three or four in the Aquaman yeah. movie we saw, so I would consider that still a baby. Yeah, because she did leave. When he was very, very young. When he young. was very young, he could barely Baby toddler-ish. Yeah. I would yeah. still consider him a baby. I mean, at, at most he was like four or five. He wasn't talking yet. Yeah. No, I think he was five when he was in the aquarium scene. So, yeah, you know. But I'm just saying, uh, that line, that the fact that Mera had no parents in the Aquaman movie, Mera? her father was the king of another kingdom, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Okay. That was her father, and then she was marrying Orm to unite uh, the kingdoms. Oh, yeah, okay. All of a sudden, she became okay. princess. She wasn't a princess in Zack's version. Nah, that's right. And okay. Mm. Other than that, visually, quote-unquote, you could say that Willem Dafoe's character is different, but that's just a haircut. He went from long hair to short. Yeah, that's not a big that's deal. not a big deal. It was really, it's really just Mera. Yeah, you could fiddle around with that, though. You could fiddle it around to make it work. But I don't think they're going to. Flash went back in time. Something's got to change. He stepped on a butterfly. Stepped on a fish, and it pooped out Mara instead of Mara being born. There you go. But then Mara was still the same in the nightmare sequence Shut at the very up. end Shut of the movie. Up. Shut up. So then he didn't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't change nothing. I'm just saying, I, I would love for it to be considered canon as much as anybody would. But To be fair, out of, out of all the crap that goes wrong, if that's the one thing you have to just kind of like scoot under the rug, I think that'd be okay. Yeah, like a 30-second like conversation. Just, yeah, Literally a 30-second yeah, conversation. But You were actually adopted, Mara. Ha! You know, like some, something just... That, could, that, that too, just because, she gotta just, just because she lost her real parents doesn't mean that King, that, that King is her father-father. He could be an yeah. adopted father. You could write, just write something really dorky and get it over with to fix it to make it canon. But, you know. I, <laughs> I just hope that the DC executives realize that this is what we want. They need to get their crap together. Well, I mean, it's, it's just so funny that we thought after Justice League that the movies were getting better... You know? Yeah. There's still nothing compared to Snyder's cut. Yeah. If this no, had yeah. released four years ago and they still released those others the way they did, yeah. I'd be ashamed still. Mm -hmm. I'd say, what happened? Justice League was amazing. Yeah. And then you release all these crappy spinoffs and sequels from it. I didn't care for the second Wonder Woman movie. Thought it was really poorly written. I'm gonna. I'm getting the Steelbook when it comes out next week, so I'm gonna watch it again and hope that it's holds up a little bit better. I don't think it's, it's it's terrible. I just think it's a little long. It's like thirty minutes too long. It's it's too long, and it's For some of the some of the stuff's did, a little dorky. In it I don't me. recall because I only watched it once before they took it off. Did something happen in that with like a nuclear facility, another nuclear facility? Mm -hmm. <laughs> to a degree. What? Because in Snyder Cut, she said something. All the so people. When everyone starts getting their wishes at the end of the movie, the, like, government people wish that they had enough nukes to, like, kill the, like, foreign people. And it just starts this giant nuclear... You see, like, the giant, like, world map, and you just see, like, 50 trillion nukes, like, flying everywhere. I don't know if that was... It, in, I know in Snyder Cut, she, she mentioned something about coming back and stopping, like, some kind of nuclear thing, which immediately made yeah. me think of Wonder Woman 84, because it's technically before Justice League. Yeah. But then I was like... Did they think that far ahead? Did, did Zach think that far ahead when he was talking to Patty Jenkins? Maybe. So see, I have to rewatch it one more time because she says it, and it's like a, it's like a, a blinking yeah, and a missing like, moment. Yeah, she said it, and then it was just that. gone. I don't remember where it even was in the movie, 
But as soon as she said, I'm like, I don't remember much of Wonder Woman 84, but it kind of feels like that was a direct reference. The thing the thing with the Wonder Woman 84 is that there's just so much crap at the end because like he just starts letting everyone have their wishes. So you just It was see, just a bad villain. You just see so much crap. Cheetah should have been a, a more out there villain. Cheetah but... should have been the main villain and Pedro's thing was just way too like dorky. I'm fine with Cheetah not being the main villain. I thought she should have had a bigger role. Yeah. But I don't think she sh- she's not a main villain type. She's she's always been more of a sidekicky, yeah. Like, not not sidekick, but a, a helper. Yeah, like a, a hired hand. I I can't think of who would have been a good. I just didn't like that the way Wonder Woman solved it was speaking to the global intercom, saying, "Just revoke your wishes because you're all good people." Yeah. Also, how come the world didn't remember that she showed up in the eighties? But she said that she's been out of touch with humanity for over a hundred. Yeah, she years. had a she had a global telecom reminding everyone to just recant your wishes and be good. But no one remembers that. Nobody saw her face. No I one. Guess. Yeah, they just heard a voice, and they were just like that. That voice sounds nice. Let's make her the voice of Siri. But Maybe that's I mean, how Siri was born. They're like some global voice told us to recant our wishes and be good. We're gonna put that as our AI voices. That's why. That's why. That's why all AI voices are women because Wonder Woman did a global announcement telling everyone to just be good. Now you can. Been like that for a little while. Not forever. A few years. For a few years, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, I'm just. Is it still Siri if it's a man or is it Sir? Siro. Sir. Siro. Sir. Uh, overall, I, I definitely say that Snyder Cut was a big success, and I truly yes. hope... It was like drinking a nice, fine wine compared to... For four hours. Joss Whedon, you're drinking, like, fresh, squeezed grapes with vodka poured in. I rewatched like, the fuck it. is this? I rewatched it before <laughs> the new one. I did, too. And I only did it because I asked my mom, I was like, do you want to see the original one, and then compare it see to, what we got and then this is what we got now and she said it was just night and day it was yeah between how well, the movie i mean yeah some of the characters some of their emotions are still the same but it's just so much more however beefy. we did we did lose the aquaman's like yeehaw screech i'm the fight I'm, I'm actually glad they took that out he seemed a little too wild he was very wild and joss he was more centered and everyone seemed more in with themselves than just letting i mean he did a couple yells in snyder cut but yeah but they weren't they weren't (laughs) like the yeah they weren't yeah they weren't like the old completely insane maori screams or whatever the hell they are (laughs) no like little bits like that the whole fight took place at uh like night as well whereas it was kind of no more, more red filter red filter daytime batman actually did something in the batman, final yeah, battle batman, he was yeah. he was literally crawling up and down that tower yeah, clearing he was, all he was guns. clearing that whole tower off man like they were all out there doing god knows what and he's actually here doing actual freaking work yeah the whole the whole time in joss's cut he just kind of blocked some bullets and then got a gun and shot it a few times that yeah, was, that he, was about it. He didn't do much at he all. He didn't, because, yeah, he didn't fight Steppenwolf at he all. He was a scaredy cat the whole time. Oh, surprise. I love that they took out the Russian family at the end, that whole... The Dude, fact that, that Russian family the did nothing. The fact that there was Joss even civilians lead. in a quote-unquote yeah, nuclear... Thing too. Te- not test, but nuclear... Um, what's the word? Radioactive zone. Radioactive zone, yeah. And it's like, why would there people be why there anyway? Why would there be anyway? people living there? Um... 
Yeah, I, I compare that quickly to, uh, I compare that easily to Age of Ultron, the town in Age of Ultron that gets lifted up in the sky. You nev in, in Age of Ultron, you never hear or talk about any of the civilians in that town at all, period. But then it had to be talked about in Justice League. Oh, there's civilians in this radioactive zone. You have to save the civilians. I was like, the and fudge? That's the one thing. They don't care about it at all in Marvel Universe. Why should you care about it in your gritty universe? And that's something I want to kind of end this with as a final little word to Joss Whedon, if you ever listen. Uh, he won't. He'll be in jail. That's maybe. fine. <laughs> Someone will play for him while they're ass raping him for fucking all these women the way he did. Savage. So... I don't see, now that all this stuff has come out, I see it more and more in the Avengers movies, see little bits of things that didn't really need to be, like when mm -hmm. Wonder Woman, or well, now see, I'm mixing my Yeah, we're like, mixing it all up now. The Ultron bots attack the headquarters mm -hmm. for the first time in Age of Ultron. Uh, Scarlett Johansson grabs Bruce and they kind of roll over the counter behind the bar. Yeah. And she lands on top yeah. of it. She's like, don't turn yeah. green. Yeah. Like, yeah, it makes sense for this context, but why did you have to film a scene that subjects your actress yeah. to lay on top of another man? Why do you have to show things like that? Or, like in, specifically, Justice Cut versus Snyder Cut, when Batman brings Flashback to, and they meet, he meets Diana for the first time. Yeah. The Snyder Cut, it was fine, but Josh Whedon, he had to reshoot it to get a good shot of her ass in there. Because he just had to see, he, he was so about her ass. I don't, I, think, I just, I don't get. It. I think Joss Whedon is quite the womanizer. Well, it was, it's just so <laughs> fucked up because even during the bank and scene, and it's clear there's been a lot of crap coming out about him and uh, the treatment of women. Like the, like the bank scene also in Justice League when she does like a little swoop kick. Yeah. In his, in Joss's version. It was it slow mode, so you could see upper upper skirt when yeah. she does that kick. But in Snyder, it's just like a, a quick little kick. To be fair, there was one bit in the Zack Snyder scene where they're in the subway tunnel on the crawler, and Batman jumps out, and Wonder Woman jumps out, and our, and yes. Flash jumps out. Wonder Woman jumps out, and and you get a you get a pretty high up shot. You and do I was like. But it's it wasn't because I mentioned it wasn't, that to my mom. It wasn't solidified on because everyone jumps out and you're like, all right, that's just you know Wonder Woman's costume. It she was more out, it, it was ta it was more tasteful. Uh, but what I thought was funny is I just talked about that. With but my it mom wasn't like here's Wonder Woman jumping out. Everyone look. It was like Batman goes first and then Wonder Woman. And you're like, whoa, Wonder Woman. And you're like, and then flat. But it wasn't. Yeah. See, that's what's funny. Because <laughs> when mom saw that and I just got done talking to her about all like the missing ass shots and stuff, she saw that scene and there's one. There's one. She was. She was like. What about that cheek jiggle right yeah, there? That yeah, you get and to I see was just a like, full cheek jiggle. Well, you can't get rid of all of them. Like, and I th the way that I described it is, Joss, is Joss's weren't tasteful. Yeah. They're just in your fucking face. Where mm -hmm. Zach, he did it more tastefully. Like, there's a shot at the end in the final battle of Steppen when she, like, leaps forward and, like, flips over top of him. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can see up her skirt, but it's not meant... Like, there's context. Like, yeah. There, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. there's a way to look at certain things. Yeah. Like, Professor Oak's it's words not... scream wisely in your ear. <laughs> there is a time and place for everything. It's not shot. The shot was not created for, for her, her ass. ass. It was created to look dope. And it's like, all right, her ass is going to get shown in it. Also, it was probably it's CG, there, but... so it probably wasn't even really her ass. Her jumping off the crawler probably was. 
That, well, yeah, that one. I'm talking about she's just like to jump off. But yeah, the, the leap forward is probably a slow mo slingshot shot or something. Who knows? But it, but I'm just saying like, and a lot of people were saying like, all, a lot of these movies really do evolve around sex cells and sex and just everything like Aquaman being shirtless or any male yeah. superhero being shirtless or gal having a short skirt. It's just like there's double standards throughout all of it. Yeah. Some things you just got to accept because it's like, hey, this is a character trait. It's just the way she looks. Why? It, nobody's making it. Yeah. It's like, when, like, the fucking director of the first two Wonder Woman movies is a female. How, what, what can you say about that? It was a female directed yeah, movie with like, a bunch of uh, ass jiggles <laughs> and short skirts. What do you say now? You can't say shit. I just think double standards in some of these movies yeah. when, you, when you come down to sexism and things like that it's she's just like it's the, a fucking comic book movie i mean she's the thirstiest girl out i mean the hungriest girl I'm so glad that, that hungriest was hungriest thing. right very hungry. one of the stupidest and ridiculous you, fucking and i'm lines. so glad you came back to life out of alien gel goo you smell really good that one got me i was like he he's been dead for a while underground and then we bathed him in alien goo i'm sure he smells great that's what i thought was funny though and actually one of the most genius things i've ever seen in the film industry do you know how smart of a person you have to be to not only watch that scene in its originality but to be able to look at her lips and have that actress come in and ad lib another line we're gonna need you just, to say something different that just happens because you have to fit it with what Clark yeah. said. He's like, did yeah. I not before? Did I not before? Like, it's there's like, only so many said. things you could have said yeah. and from you smell good or from uh, you, spoke you spoke to you smell good. You it's smell just you wouldn't good. have expected those words to sink the way that yeah. they did. And I had to rewind it when I first mm -hmm. heard it. And she said that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what did, she, what did she say? And I rewound it and said, you spoke. I'm like, you spoke? I thought it was you smell good. It's, yeah, like... like you smell good is obviously far worse than you spoke, but you spoke still isn't that great either, like, of all the things to say. Like, of all the things to say, I wouldn't have said that either, you know? Well, the reason I said, the, the reason I think that one works better is because... But it does work when better, When he picks her, he didn't speak the entire <laughs> yeah, time he, in the fight. Yeah, when he, he came back to life. and they just left. Yeah, so when, the entire time they were flying, the, he didn't That was spoke. the first time he spoke after he came back to life. And they just totally bashed that whole scene. I I hate Joss Whedon for making a fake cornfield with a fake Henry Cavill smile. What was, so what was cool was I think I think it was fake the whole time, but in the Zack Snyder you don't get a large shot of it. Because in the Joss Whedon one you get a large shot of it and you can easily tell. In the Zack Snyder one it's always very close up shots of Lewis and Superman maybe together. I don't I don't know. So you I can't assume, fully tell. I know that from behind the scenes photos the Clark family house. Mm -hmm. Like, where it comes to a point mm -hmm. where it would normally go flat is where yeah. the house is. They have a green screen for yeah, the roof. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, really? You couldn't have just found yeah, a real fucking house with a farm? Like, how many farms are around this fucking country? But I, I don't know. I think the cornfield was real. I think it was... Uh, I think some of it was real. And then, like, at a certain point, it was green screen. Maybe I need to rewatch it again. But I, ju I just know that in Joss's cause, cause cut, it was obviously real because he was feeling some of the corn up. See, that was that part looked. That real. was all real. But Had see, to have been. in the Joss version, even Mom pointed this out. Like, there's wind. You can hear it on the surround sound yeah. and on the screen, but like nothing was moving with wind. Yeah. It was all just kind of like. 
shake the ground a lot. It, it seriously looked like the, 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 each individual grass was just kind of <laughs> flicking around, and then the, but you could hear the wind go. Yeah. But nothing was blowing in any direction. It was all moving random, and I thought it just looked so, so horrible. Oh but even if even if they changed it, they, that original scene without even with the corn, it was just so much better. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's it's like he actually was able to snap back, and you actually saw him snap back. It wasn't just oh I'm here. By the time we landed, um. One thing that I thought was really cool going into the whole nuances thing, which is what I love about Zack's filming, and he's done this in multiple films. Uh, first example, in Batman vs. Superman. Did you rewatch it recently? Yes. So, the man in the wheelchair, mm-hmm. who has no legs, when he first shows up in the senator's office after Lex gave him the nice new chair, mm-hmm. he spins around. Yeah. But then he spins, and then he stops, but then he like goes an extra little... Bzz, Mm-hmm. That's totally a human thing to do. Most directors would be like, "I want you to spin around and just stop." Yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. but he's like, it's it's like a human mistake. Yeah, yeah, Humans yeah. make mistakes, and he spun it all around, stopped, but then he's like, "Eh, I'm gonna go a little you further." Know, look, you need I didn't, look I didn't quite get there, yeah. so he he left that shot in there where most directors would say, "Cut, nope, do it again." I want a nice, want a clean, nice shot. clean shot of how cool you are motivating his wheelchair. Like, so they did that in Snyder cut. At the beginning, well, roughly the beginning, like 35 minutes in. Um, That's the beginning of a four-hour movie, so yes. The first, <laughs> the first eighth of it. Um, when Wonder Woman's mother, they've already trapped Steppenwolf and the building has crashed into the ocean. Mm-hmm. She walks up to the edge of the cliff to look down to yeah. see what happened. And it it shows one like over her head and then it pans to in front of her. Mm-hmm. And it like kind of zooms out a little bit. And she takes her helmet off and puts it under her arm, or her, her right arm. Mm-hmm. Her left arm, it was down by her side, but she lifts it up like she's gonna t- reach for her sword. Mm-hmm. But then she ke- she she second guesses it and puts it back down. And then like two more seconds later, then she comes back up and rests it on no, top of her sword. No. And I love shots like that because it shows that even though these people are essentially gods, yeah. they make human mistakes. They're still, they're still normal old there's, folk. That, there's that little bit of humanity in, yeah. in everybody and... Finally, the the shot I really like the most is when Clark is back on the ship and he's looking at all the suits. Mm-hmm. You don't even see the black suit. You go through all the different that was suits. That cool, yeah. And then he turns and he looks at it, but when he looks at what... It's like he's reading something. Yeah. And when he reads it, you see his eyebrow like flick up like, oh, that's, yeah. that's actually kind of cool. I like what I that like is. I like that idea. And then he just slowly looks up the entire suit. Yeah. And I just, I love the way that it, it was filmed and it, I love those little flicks of humanity. Yeah, I like I like the black suit. That was dope. I like that he kept it too because it ends with him He's like, got to regenerate. Running and he it's a re- If you didn't it know up. that, it, the, the suit actually has a purpose. It's not yeah, just... it's black to absorb more sun to give him more power. That's Which why I... he flies up in outer space first and he sucks Right, he absorbs. Sun. But I thought it was funny because that's what they always tell you about colored shirts. Yeah. Black yeah. shirts it's, absorb it's the most su- sunlight. It's super obvious and it's just like hilarious. lame, but it works. And I kind of wish that... But he, he held on to it afterwards because the, the movie well, he ends. he wasn't done yet. He was just going to um, keep his black suit. I wish that they had edited his appearance more and that WB would have let him. He wanted to give Superman the mullet... The, the mullet hair and the beard and everything? Well, no, I don't think he would have necessarily had the beard. They said he would have put a beard in. 
I think the beard would have looked good because it made sense. Even though you're dead, you're pro- he wasn't completely dead. He, his, yeah, because his body never really technically like super died. A little Superman, bit. He would have been a little. So he might have had a little low stubble, comatose phase. A little, maybe a few months. Yeah. A little stubble and maybe some mullet going at yeah. him. But what I didn't like was that they gave him the cape. In the comics, when he has the black suit, it's just a suit. There's no cape, nothing. It's it's straight is up. Is there not? Yeah, there's. There's not, is there? I, w- I watched the animated one where he comes back, but he's he's the clone evil one in the black suit. Mm-hmm. Does he have the cape in that one? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So I don't I don't know why the cape didn't make an appearance. I don't know if you can really see it from here. <sighs> Uh, but he he has no yeah, cape okay. on his back. It's okay. it's just a bare back. Okay, I just get to the bare back bit. Okay. Uh, but I just I always thought it was so cool that he didn't have the cape. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. And I I, I wish that they had, the cape. Uh, I wish that they had done that more oh, well. so. I mean, here's another version. This is the new Fifty Two. I think. I want to point out that with the cape, he he sticks that cape in his whole outfit somehow. Because he rips off his you know clothes and he's got his suit underneath. He's got that cape tucked in there somehow. To I mean, where people don't go, you got a hunchback there, Clark. That too. You know? <laughs> Where's hey, that cape look, go? Look at uh, where the Flash's suit ended up after however long it took. He had all his whole suit in a ring. Yeah, that's magic, though. Clark magic. just wears that's technology. Yeah, that's technology. Magic. It's not magic. It's called science. Clark just wears his, though. And there's a cape somehow tucked in his maybe pants the, or up in his maybe, shirt or uh, something. You remember Thor? Remember how it does Fanny Thor? Pack? Thor kind of goes into his shoulders because he had scenes when he didn't have a cape, but then when yeah, he would start fighting, out or whatever. it would yeah, just kind yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. like Vision, he just kind of appeared. Yeah. So maybe it just kind of sucks into the cape or something. That, or it's just really, really flat. It's not as fluffy as it looks, and it really does just fit and tuck right into his yeah, pants. Yeah, um, So freaking ripped, you can't tell if it's cape or muscle, you know? You don't want to question it. You go, you're uh, strong today. But I will say this, I am finally happy to have seen the Snyder Cut. It has been a long, yes. arduous journey, something that is definitely needed. It's twice as long as this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, watching it multiple times now, it gets better every time. Does it? I don't know how you felt. Well, how'd you feel about the music? This would be the final thought. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I was like, I was going to mention two things. We covered one, and I was like, what's the other one? Music. Yeah, music much better. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. I had a hard time getting into the music the first view. It was, yeah. Because it was so different. It, it was, was such so a different, different kind of but I was like, I like it. And there's one thing about the entire score that I did not like, and only because it was just used a little too much. I hope you can figure out before I say it. Was it the Wonder Woman stuff? Yes. Yeah, her stuff. Was Every used time a lot. she would pop up on yeah. screen instead it of the instantly, which is cool. I like that. I like yeah, I like Wonder Woman. They did that maybe twice. That was a good one. But then they he came up with a new one for her, which is like this new one woman. Oh yeah, and it's just like. It, they don't do different ones. It's always that it's same always, woman doing yeah. the same. Yeah. It's Beyonce from and it just, it, it, he just <laughs> At the very end of the movie, it happens like four times yeah. in the span of ten minutes. Yeah. It's like, Junkie XL, I get it. You like your new theme, but please, yeah. I can't hear the yelling anymore. And I like the normal the guitar riff theme thing. That's he did dope. it for a lot. He did it yeah. for the, the Flash time travel. Yeah. Oh, that was one of the best 
uh, musical score compositions yeah. that I've heard for any movie in a while. Dark Side I thought would have had more of an ominous tone. Oh, another cool thing was uh, you you see her barely, but at the very end when you see Dark Side on Apocalypse, it has uh, I can't ever think of her name. Granny Goodness. There we go. I always call her Granny Pickums, and I'm like I don't know why I call her that, but that was, that was cool goodness. to see. That's cool to see her in there. I was like, hey, that's a I good one. I underestimated the amount of Dark Side footage that they showed. Everything yeah. that I saw in the trailers was in the movie. That's the only thing. I don't know how yeah. many trailers you ended up seeing. I saw a couple that leaked I, early. I didn't see a lot because I never knew that she was in it. I never saw the giant temple scene where he's in the giant I saw that. Temple. That was in the final trailer. That, that was in the final yeah, trailer. Yeah, I didn't watch the final trailer. Uh, the shot when Cyborg looks, sees the future and you see him on his throne doing yeah, this. Yeah, I didn't see that. Like the thinker. that I saw that scene earlier. Pretty much anything you saw Darkseid in, even mm, the sure. when he was in the molten steel, like when he was talking yeah. to... Step yeah, I saw that. I didn't see all of that. That guy gave me more than what I had seen. But yeah. when he said, uh, um, "The universe shall be mine," mm-hmm. I saw that little bit. And I just, I when I saw Granny Goodness in the trailer because she was in the trailer. Oh, I was yeah. See, I never saw her. She was in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, sweet, we're actually gonna get like conversations yeah. and shit." But then we barely got a conversation between Desaad and Darkseid. Yeah, I was yeah, really she hoping she would have said something. Uh, but man, I, I could talk about this movie forever, and I'm probably cool. we'll probably end up talking about it again when the black and white Justice is Graver. Yeah, we'll definitely. Out. Yeah, I'll definitely talk about it forever. Uh, they, they, did you watch that trailer that they released for it? I did not. I saw they did. It, it's literally just the a clip of the scene when uh, Alfred's working on the the plane, the mm-hmm. cargo carrier, and he's like, "Any luck?" And then you, you said. You don't go, char- you don't go waving the red cape at the charging bull yeah, if you can't yeah. do if you can't take it out. And he's like, you do when it's this red cape, Alfred. This red cape charges back. Yeah. Uh, but they sh- they just did that little scene in black and white, which looked really good uh, for black and white. But I don't know some of those some of those moments. It's like I don't know what I, how it would be to see it in. Yeah, and black I'm and white. definitely, I'm intrigued to watch it in black and white to see how it plays out. And what I want the most from that movie, I would love to see a movie come out and do a Schindler's List kind of thing with color, where 90% of it's oh, black and yeah, white, and but then certain things, certain have color. things have color. Like in the Snyder Cut, it would be Cyborg's eye. That would be cool. Or the blue dot on his head. Sin City stuff. Sin City style. Or like the Flash, it would be the yellow on his. Yeah. Or the Superman logo or something. I just, I've always wanted to that'd see a movie that did that. That would uh, be cool. Yeah, nobody's ever dope. really done that besides Schindler's List, and they only did it for Candlelight. We didn't talk about it too much. Cyborg was dope. Cyborg got a lot more. I loved his whole, like, I loved his abilities. They dove into his abilities hardcore. He could hack into, like, the whole universe. I, I liked like, him cha- changing the, the banks. I like yeah, how they did. portrayed the bank I like, system. Yeah, the banks How everybody's dope. got their own stack. They got a stack of money and stuff. That was and, trippy, And dude. did you see the stuff flying in between them? Yeah. And transferring yeah, money. It was just the bills were just flying to all around. That was all really, really dope. I was um, like, dude, that's cool. Because you never... Cyborg, you know, we got, like, Teen Titans, Cyborg. And, like, all you see is and just, booyah! That's it, you know? That was the one thing in Joss' version that I missed in Snyder. Was... The booyah? Was Cyborg yeah, yeah. saying, At the, at the end, booyah. he says, booyah, that's right. I thought that was going to be a Snyder that thing. That would have been cause good, because that that's... like a thing Snyder would have put in there. That's his line. That's Cyborg's line. It's booyah. But they took it out, and the whole him getting his classic suit... Yeah. That was obviously... 
reshot because his father was alive in that yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that was one of the lines it's cool that I really... cool to get, really, like, his war outfit, though. Like, I really whole, wish like, that we saw. shield mask thing. Did you notice in the Nightmare sequence when... I thought At first, when I watched it, I thought he had a Gatling gun attached to him. But it was his two little arms. One yeah, was holding one was the gun holding and one the was gun holding, the, holding the, ammo. the ammo pack. I was like, dude. I thought that was really fucking cool. Oh, last... Final thing, absolutely final thing, because we need to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, we need to wrap this up. It's getting long. In the movie, Cyborg sees his vision, and mm-hmm. we see Darkseid kill Aquaman. Yes. We see him stab him. Yeah, 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 yeah. This one was... Yeah, I remember people talking about this. So, at the end, in the nightmare sequence, yeah. when they're sneaking around, Mara... They, all, they always use the terms he, him... Stuff like that. They didn't get specific. Yeah, they never name drop things. They would just say he or him. But Mara said, "I will kill. I will kill him for she what he would, did to Arthur." It sounded like she was getting. She was wanting to kill Superman because Superman killed Arthur. Aquaman. Yes. But in the vision, we saw Dark Side, dark side kill. But see, this Aquaman. is my theory: the Dark Side kill that we saw was the potential future. Yeah. For when the unity actually worked. Mm-hmm. And it destroyed yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, And we and Flash stopped that and everything. Cause see, remember at the end, Darkseid says they yeah. said they're gonna stop at nothing to possess the anti-life equation, yeah. even if they don't have the mother boxes. He said they'll use the old ways, which makes me yeah. think he's just gonna invade the planet. Yeah, they know where it is. He's just gonna come, and nightmare's gonna happen anyway. Mm-hmm. But he may not be the one to kill Aquaman. Like we saw read in or like I read in those yeah, drafts. I like, yeah, I like that. He takes control drafts. of Superman yeah. and then in there they said that somebody else killed Ar- Arthur. I can't remember. Yeah, I it can't, wasn't it yeah, wasn't Superman. For um, God, someone did. Someone did. We mentioned it, we could figure it out. Um but I'm just saying I think she was talking about yeah. Superman. So it's like Superman would make more sense that he was on going around killing it, but then everyone's like, No, Dark Side killed him in the movie and it's like yeah. bro. That was a vision. That was one. It, it doesn't yeah, necessarily mean it'll happen. Because yeah, we stopped. They stopped that from happening. Yeah. But see, when we started reading this storyboards, they acted like the mother boxes they could still be used. And, the, and it was funny in Snyder because he said, "Now that the mother boxes have been destroyed, what will you do to acquire yeah, your prize?" Yeah, I was prize? about to ask that. What happened to the mother boxes? After we didn't they, see them destroyed. We saw them. They se- got separated, they separated and, and that was it. Really. We never yeah, saw them after don't that. No, what happened there? So they could still be around, I guess. Um, Why not? <laughs> that's that was what I thought. So I'm wondering if the unity is still possible because Darkseid is going to have to terraform the planet. And if he doesn't terraform the planet that way, it would take a long time to just destroy everything. So, that was my final little thought. Overall, I loved... Snyder cut. Overall, it was a nice, more. it was a nice, fine one. Yeah, I love, I loved how nothing was boring in it or anything. Out of four hours, I wasn't bored or anything. I was enjoying every little scrap of it, and so I'd love to just have that again. <laughs> uh, I will definitely say every time you watch it from here on out, it just gets much, much Does better. It. The second time I watched it, like I said, the first time I didn't really get into the music, but watching it that second time, knowing mm-hmm. when the music cues are and like. Yeah. What I'm about to see, it's like, oh, I now feel the, I, I really yeah. can feel the emotion of what I'm seeing. It was almost like when watching The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. for the first time, that had a lack of music, to be fair. Yeah, it did. But throughout that movie, I couldn't tell, it was just so quick paced and so fast, I couldn't enjoy the music or really get into the scenes like yeah. I could in every 
every other Star Wars movie or every really any other movie that has a great score. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, fair. The music has always been key to me. In, in Music's music very and important. Yes, and if you don't have the good enough, good well enough composed score to like keep me enthralled, it sticks. It sticks out when you don't got good music. It really does. But the 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 Junkie XL score a lot lot better the more you watch it. I'd love. It's funny to know that Danny Elfman just literally went through the original cut of Justice version and just put in all the themes from all the original movies, yeah. like the Batman theme from the animated yeah. series or the Superman theme. Um, I'm, I'm, I liked some of those in there. It's just like little paying a little homage to the originals. Um, but I liked that Zach didn't put them in there because it makes it more grounded to his universe. Yeah, yeah and to have original music and stuff. That was the really one good. thing also about the music that I love and hated. I love the theme, the Man of Steel theme. The mm-hmm. I love it, but I feel like they play that so goddamn much. That was the only theme in that entire movie, other than the Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seemed like a lot was overused, but it was like a, it was a four-hour movie, so I was like, well, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I just right? thought he would come up with more memorable themes. But, yeah. Nothing really stuck out other than, I mean, the Flash music stuck out during the, the time travel. The Flash music during the time but travel. other than that, I can't think of any emotionally invested scene that had just the most epic Other than music. that, the only the only one that has, like, nifty music is when uh, Aquaman's, like, walking out in the bar harbor and he's drinking his thing. I don't even count that because that I was don't a know real what, song. Yeah, it was a real song. But it always stuck out to me. It was a different song this time in the Zack Snyder one. I like the song choices a lot better yeah. too. But overall, definitely it's a great good, movie. Good stuff. Glad hopefully, we finally got it. Hopefully, you as the people, as well as us, will continue to. I hope everyone enjoys it. Pester the shit out of HBO Max and Warner Brothers to get them to continue. See this if universe. we can see if we can continue down the path of getting good DC stuff for once. God, I hope. Fingers crossed. We have a Twitter. We have a Twitter. It is at expect E-N-T-M-T. There you go. That's right. <laughs> That's it. That's right. That's it. Oh. Follow it. Like it. Subscribe to it. Lick it. Taste it. Get See it, it get smell it, it your, touch it, kiss it. Get it on your fingers like Cheeto dust. I keep it. so great. Sorry. Anyway. And un- until then, I'm Hopef- still Glenn. And hopefully I'll still be Tanner. And uh, there you have it. <laughs>